What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK Live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Friday, October 13th. Friday the 13th, 2023. The Buck and I are taking you until 10 o'clock this morning. We'll be previewing the biggest college and NFL games of the weekend. We'll continue to talk about the Astros Rangers ALCS, which of course gets going Sunday night down in H-Town. And we've got uh, some fun stories along the way. It should be a great show this morning. We appreciate y'all spending some or all of your Friday morning with us. What's going on, Buck? I'm doing fantastic, BK. How about yourself this morning? I am doing well, my friend. Thank that you for asking. Wonderful. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabasas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you have to do. We do appreciate it. We know you volunteer through this Army, and we appreciate you and your families for sharing you with us. Thank you very, very much, and please be safe out there today. Know your surroundings today all over this world and all over this great city of ours. Please know what's going on. Have an eye open. Uh, have that peripheral vision going on. Just be very, very careful and very, very aware of what's happening today, the possibilities of what could happen today. Yeah, weird stuff tends to happen on Friday the 13th, but yes. there ain't no superstition about what could be going on in the world today. So, yes. uh, yeah, man, please, please be careful wherever you are in the world. It's not just uh, Israel that might be affected by some of what uh, Hamas is calling for around the world today. So yes. please, yeah, keep uh, keep an eye open and uh, know your surroundings. Be safe. Be smart out there. Uh, uh, God, I'm praying. I'm praying that uh, it's a whole lot of nonsense being spewed right now, but we'll see. Could be scary. Could be yes. scary. All right. Well, we're going to have some fun. Today. Absolutely, man. And I got to thank you first and foremost, Buck, because – for Thanks what I did, you. I'm a rich man. Yep, you had a thousand units on West Virginia minus three last night, and hey, with 12 seconds left wow. in their game against Houston, you looked like a genius because West Virginia was up by four. It was 39 to 35 after they connected on a 50 yard touchdown, which looked to be the game winner, but the power of the buck. Is unmatched. What did they go Longhorn on us? Thanks to you. Well, yeah, they were taking turns going Longhorn two minute defense last night. We've got the radio call of the Hail Mary last second walk off touchdown for the Houston Cougars that handed West Virginia its first Big Twelve loss of the season, and also handed the Buck well one thousand units less than he had before. Back to pass, Donovan Smith. Smith steps up in the pocket, unloads it, throws it all the way downfield into the end zone. Tipped, and it is caught! Caught by the Cougars! Caught for a touchdown! Unbelievable! Caught by Stephon Johnson! The ball was tipped up in the air, and the Cougars win the game on the final play! Unreal! Unreal! What a bunch of horse shit that was. I mean, really? <laughs> really, y'all? You can't bat the ball down? Let's go. Come on. That play never works, Doug Flutie. Let's come on. 
Uh, that call courtesy of Learfield and the University of Houston Cougars radio network. How about that? Yeah, this game was so much fun to watch. I mean, it was back and forth all night long. I think the first seven scores of the game were scored by alternate teams. So there were seven lead changes like right off the bat. And then we had some craziness. The Cougs went up 35 to 24 with like seven minutes left. And it's like, all right, well, they're going to pull off the upset. They're going to win this game. West Virginia is just going to run out of time, and boom, here's their first Big 12 loss of the year. But the Mountaineers, man, they score a touchdown and get the two-point conversion with like three and a half minutes left to make it a one-score game. They uh, they force a punt. They get the ball back, and, uh, man, it's some of the worst defense I've ever seen. Yeah, You thought what Texas did at the Cotton Bowl down the stretch last weekend was bad. This was embarrassing. Houston just got picked apart. Yeah, how do you give up a 50-yard touchdown? You're supposed to be playing prevent defense, you know, to prevent uh, something like that from happening. They let this white dude just streak open across the middle of the field, and then he runs by everybody for a touchdown. Once again, 12 seconds left. Everyone thought the game was over. But uh, a celebration penalty by West Virginia. Moved the ball back on the kickoff. It allowed Houston to start the drive with pretty good field position. They go with a quick, like, 10-yard out route to get a little bit closer to make the Hail Mary a little bit more manageable. And then, yeah, Donovan Smith, a guy who broke Texas fans' hearts last year as Texas Tech's quarterback, he breaks Mountaineer hearts and sisters and cousins and wives everywhere uh, with that play at the final second. What a thriller in H-Town. Cousins that are brothers, that are mothers, that are sisters, are friends that are cousins from West Virginia. Let me just say that, you know, to lose games on these celebrations, you know, the whole thing with the helmet, I think is kind of, you know, I think the officiating needs to chill out on that a little bit. I mean, they're, these are these are college kids that have practiced hard, you know, and, and they're not celebrating. If you're not jumping out there and doing snow angels in the middle of the field, hmm. I mean, to celebrate a little bit, I mean, it, that that's a hard way to lose a game, you know, to get a 15-yard penalty like that. You know, the one last week with the, with the helmet, the Texas pulling the helmet off and stuff. I know that's a part of it. That's a part of your, your discipline. You need to understand your helmet has to stay on. And that, and that whole deal, they talk about it for safety. That's not for safety reasons. I, and that, if you think that's for safety reasons, really, come on. I think, I think it's for safety reasons after watching what Miles Garrett tried to do to Mason Rudolph with his helmet. <laughs> <a few years laughs> ago. But I mean, after a celebration, I mean, that, I mean, yeah, it's just a little too strict, but. I mean, that's a part of the game. You know it going into it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they showed the replay of why West Virginia got flagged right. for excessive celebration. Now, but if guys are running like, off the bench, BK, if your team is running off the bench before the game is over and they're, you know, dogpiling in the end zone, yeah. celebrating guys who are not actually in on the play or, or a part of it, I got it. But a guy that's just jumping up and down and celebrating with the guy who scored the touchdown or whatever, cut me a break. Officials just go over to him and tell him, hey – enough 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 they'll move out of the way they'll move on because they'll they'll know there's a threat of it but to just can't wait to see this extra guy come around here and do this so i can throw this flag that's just i think that's just chicken crap yeah my big thing is taunting right like as long as yes. you don't go up and do somebody no. on the other team's face and just start talking trash right to them then uh, you should be able to celebrate but once again I don't, I don't know what happened like i don't think they showed the replay on fs1 last night for mm-hmm. why West Virginia got popped with that celebration penalty. Uh, look, that, that's not why they lost the game. You can't give up a Hail Mary. Like, that. that's why they lost the game. It's not like right. 
you know, West Virginia had a minute left and they got to start the drive with great field position because of the penalty. They had 12 seconds left. Like the penalty shouldn't have mattered at all. They were basically at midfield on the final play of the game with two seconds to go. You can't give up. You can't give up that Hail Mary in that spot. Everyone's like, bat it down. Don't try to catch it. Well, that's what happens when you try to bat it sometimes. You hit it straight up into the air, and it goes into a a receiver's arm. So, hey, it was a miracle. They call it a Hail Mary for a reason. Uh, Credit to Houston. That was a a much-needed win for Dana Holgerson. And I gave it to him, and I gave it to the Cougs. I gave him that victory last night. And you did, yep. So, uh, yeah, they're uh, Houston fans everywhere thanking you for your powers because you did have 1,000 units on West Virginia, minus three. Not only did they not win the bet, they did not win the game. And that is the power of the Bucks. So you are now down 2,000 units for the season. Yeah, I got to make up play today, though. Well, yeah, you have teased a couple of times throughout the week that you have a 5,000-unit play to get everybody back in the positive. Uh, for me, you're going to get me back in the positive because I'm going to continue to fade your quote-unquote locks of wow. the week. So you want to do that now or you want to save that for later? No, I want to do it now so they can stew over it and then go look when Lee Sterling gives them the real picks. Well, look at this. Tanner My says kids, kids can't, eat. can't eat dinner. Your kids don't need to – hey, go to 7-Eleven. There's dinner there. Oh, you Come have to on. pay for that. Well, you can't steal from 7-Eleven. A guy's out of money. Get yourself one salad from 7-Eleven, a bunch of hot dogs, start chopping them up. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself some noodles, throw it in there, and call it dinner. It'll what? Be okay. Yes. Did, what did you just say? A salad? A salad. They got 7-Eleven. Fresh- yeah. Noodles? Go- yes, you go to a rotisserie there. Put your fingers on it, pick it up, chop it all up, find yourself some ramen, throw it in there, and let's go. We got a great dinner. For you, that'd be a fine that would be a fine Friday meal. No, I'm not putting hot dogs and salads with noodles on them. That's <laughs> that's like the worst. First of all, meal you're ever. not getting the salad. No, yeah, you're right. Like I'll, I'll eat a hot dog and I'll eat noodles separately, but yes. I'm not combining salad hot dog and pasta that's that's horrible man don't put a shisha's name on that we like 7-eleven they don't want to sponsor that shit my old partner used to go to 7-eleven to get a salad i'm like really that's your that's your spot for a salad all the great things they have there all the great good stuff like little debbie's there you're messing around with salads (laughs) When that rotisserie's just sitting there with the dogs rolling around in there. Come on, man. Get you those taquitos, baby. Oh, never had a taquito from there. Oh. No, never will. Pizza, yes. A whole pizza, yes. I've eaten enough single slices in one sitting to make a whole pizza from 7-Eleven. That's right. You get like two for three dollars. Dude, I make my own pizza right there. I love it. it. I like it. All right, what is it then? You've got a 5,000-unit gold star lock of the weekend. What you got? I got the Louisville Cardinals. That's right, beating the Pittsburgh Panthers, beating them down. Plus, I'll throw another – what am I down, 2,000 units now? Yeah. Let's make you up 5,000 units. I'll get rid of the 2,000 units by taking the Washington Huskies. That's right, over Oregon. And then I'll take the 5,000-unit play is Louisville. They're on a roll. Their former quarterback slash now coach has got it going on in Louisville. They're going to go to the Pitt Panthers. The line is minus seven. They'll beat them by two touchdowns. So you've got two locks this weekend. Yes. You've got Louisville at Pitt 
Who's watching that? I guess everyone who listens now. Every every everyone who who probably has to watch at eleven o'clock in the morning because that's probably when they'll be playing tomorrow morning. And don't be cheating the line. That is a five thirty kickoff tomorrow Ooh. afternoon. Who the, the hell plays at five thirty? I mean, we get these six thirties, eight o'clock, but only Pittsburgh could play at five thirty. You know that? That's the weirdest <laughs> time. Yeah, wait. You I've heard eleven. I've heard a two thirty. I've heard yeah. a six. I've heard a seven. Who? Only, only Who plays that supper. Who's playing that supper? Only the Panthers. Well, the funnier part about this game is the network that it's going to be on. Oh no, Nesson. Louisville, Louisville at Pitt will be on the CW. Oh my god! At five thirty tomorrow. I didn't know the CW had football. Now I didn't think the CW had any sports, but that's where I watch my live golf. You know, right? That's right. That's where you. That's where you watch your your guys. Your I'm money. About, I'm all about the Saudi money. You know that. But the CW apparently has college football, and yeah, five thirty tomorrow. And you can't cheat the people. What are you saying? The line is seven. Yeah. What is it? Seven and a half. You got to deal with the hook. Okay, fine with the hook. Who cares? They're winning by two touchdowns or ten points. All right, that's yeah, fine. Louisville six and zero, ranked number fourteen in the country, coming off that win over Notre Dame. But I'll give uh, you those Cougs too. Pitt is one and four. Yeah, forget and where they, they play. Doesn't matter if they're in the parking lot; they're no good. Yeah, I think I'd pick Westlake to beat Pitt this year. So that's your five thousand unit lock. Yes. And then your 2,000-unit play is Washington minus three at home against Oregon in the game of the day. How the hell are they minus three at home in that beautiful stadium there in Seattle? Come on now. Come on, Bo. Bodacious. <laughs> you shouldn't be rooting for Bodacious. You're rooting no. for Phoenix. Yeah, I'm rooting for the penile guy. Yeah, for sure. The penile guy. Not Bodacious. No way. I saw enough of those signs last week in our great state. I don't know yeah. how they got here, but they did. That was still the most confusing part of Texas OU, and there were a lot of confusing parts of that football game in that weekend. But, yeah, the fact that there were just giant Bo Nix signs all over the Metroplex, I still can't figure out why that was a thing. And all right, that's bold, man. You're you're taking you know a top 10 versus top 10 matchup as a 2,000-unit play, and then you're betting on Louisville football as your 5,000-unit play. Yes, and I'm and – I'm, I'm very interested in Lee Sterling's pick today, that North Carolina-Miami game. That group in Miami has to be shell-shocked going, you know, going into North Carolina, who's undefeated, and their quarterback had one of those games last week. So yeah. are, are, are they still are, – are the the Miami – is the Miami Hurricanes players going to come and kneel in the end zone or something just to show <laughs> their coach how dumb he was last week? Yeah, they're going to uh, they're going to protest not kneeling like yeah. Colin Kaepernick by taking a knee. Man, oh, man. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. And we've got four ranked versus ranked matchups this weekend as we can kind of start to preview the biggest college football games coming up tomorrow. Obviously, no Texas game. The Longhorns are off. They will take on the Houston Cougars, who just had that miracle win last night. That game, of course, next Saturday down at uh, what did you what, what, did you, what did you notice, BK, about the, uh, the Cougs last night? They've got some legitimate speed guys on their team. Hey, West Virginia, don't kick it off to that guy. How about this? How about squibbing it somewhere, like in the stands? Give them the ball at the 35 or the 40. Who cares? Don't kick it to their kickoff returner because that guy can fly. What did I learn about that game last night? I learned that West Virginia sucks. <laughs> but really, I learned that West Virginia is who we thought they were. Yes. Right? Like, look, their start was impressive. The fact that they were 4-1 and one 
and 2-0 in conference play. It was better than anybody thought. Uh, nice win against Texas Tech. A really nice win at TCU. And I don't think anybody expected them to win either of those games. Hell, they no. were Vegas dogs in both of them. And it was like, all right, hey, maybe West Virginia's got a little bit more juice than we thought. And maybe no. they are better than we thought, right? They were picked to finish last in this league. It doesn't look like they are going to. I like their anymore. quarterback. I like their quarterback. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, this is like we, we figured West Virginia had some flaws. And, look, those casinos in Vegas don't build themselves. I think a lot of people, obviously, you're one of them. I was like, really? What? Four and one, Four and one West Virginia? Against two and three Houston that has a loss to Rice under its belt. Like that, that line's only two and a half to three. Uh, the casinos don't build themselves. They, they knew that West Virginia was uh, not that great. And they Fraud. were. Yeah. So uh, that was a big game for Houston. You know, short week, blackout game for the Cougs. Uh, they needed that. Dana Holgerson needed that. You obviously had the revenge element because of the fact that he coached at West Virginia for a number yes. of years. So, you know, that one was personal to him like michael jordan in the last dance um but yeah i mean I, I just don't think either of these teams are that good i think texas will be a double digit favorite against uh when the line comes out on sunday or monday and uh well, if texas does what it did in the first hell texas can play a game like it played against oklahoma and still beat houston by two touchdowns yeah so uh this this should be a win for texas houston does have some speed it's not like they've recruited horribly in recent years. I mean, they've got some players on their team, but uh, I, like I'm, yeah, I'm their lines of scrimmage, their lines of scrimmage won't hold up. No, 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 no. Donovan Smith. I mean, we know it. Like if you're a Texas fan, just assuming Donovan Smith is going to bow down to your defense and play horribly. Well, you know, he beat, he beat Texas last year, so he's and not he going to be nervous. And he's, and he's a big dude that can run. Yeah, yeah he can. That's, and we just saw a guy who can run yes. torch the Longhorn defense last weekend, but uh, no, I mean, Houston's not awful, I guess, but West Virginia's not as good as people no. were making them out to be. So uh, the good news is the Longhorns now pretty much control their own destiny to get back to the Big 12 championship. We said it before the game last night. Hey, West Virginia, they were the only other undefeated team in this right. league outside of Oklahoma, and uh, we needed them to lose once. I was telling you all, not that I was going on them going out on a weak limb here by saying, no, they're going to lose at least a couple of games in this conference. Uh, but technically, Texas needed West Virginia to lose. And I know some UT fans were rooting for Houston last night, and the Cougs came through with uh, the miracle Hail Mary at the final seconds. Hail right. Mary, really. Bat the ball into the stands. My whole deal is if you can intercept it, intercept the damn thing, you know? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I am with you on that. Well, All right, we're talking – Forget all about knock it down, knock it down. If you're at the high point and you're up over the rest of those guys, go ahead and intercept it. Make it a sure thing. If you bat it, it's like a ricochet off of anybody with your guy laying, with the other guy laying on the bottom of the pile somewhere in the end zone. That's no good either. Look, I, this this will maybe make some people mad, um, but that's what can happen when your receivers actually try on a hail mary. Like, I'm not sitting here and saying that if any of the Texas receivers went up on that Hail Mary against Oklahoma, that something like that would have happened. Because, you know, those are miracles that happen, I don't know, a couple of times a season in college football. But, you know, Joseph Manjack, the white wide receiver for Houston, the guy who went up there with all those West Virginia DBs, I don't know who got their hand on the football, but I do know that that Houston cat went up there and tried yes. and he made a play on the ball and it ended up falling into the arms of another Houston wide receiver. So none of the Texas receivers 
Hail Mary, huge game against your biggest rival, last chance to make something happen. Once again, the odds that anything would have happened are like .0001%. But at least give yourself a chance. And that Houston kid, Manchak, he's been there for a couple of years. Great kid, solid player. He went up there to try to do something. Nobody on Texas even tried on that last play against Oklahoma. They were hoping it just landed in the belly of somebody on the bottom of the pile somewhere. Or they just had given up. They're like, it's a Hail Mary. These things never work. We're not even going to make an attempt here. Nope. I've been around the greatest Hail Mary of all time. And that was fabulous because I was trying to – I was walking down towards the end to to go to the locker room and say, hey, listen, we scored 45 points. I don't know how we lost. So I was a part of one of those that just was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. So. That's cool, man. Yeah, you've been a part of a lot of cool moments in your football life. But, yeah, the fact that you were there for the Doug Flutie, Hail Mary, I mean, that's that's one of the most epic plays in the history of the sport. And you were in person to watch it. And I had one of my guys as a part of it undercut the guys from Miami who were jumping and got them at the height of their jump, and he undercut the legs of two players that they never got up high enough. So, yeah, way to go. He was supposed to be in the – he was supposed to be – protecting Doug Flutie back in the backfield. Instead, he ran down there where all the guys were and then just went down with his shoulder and took two Miami players out that never got to their height for their jump, BK, and it landed right in the uh, right in the gut of Gerard Phelan. So. Wait, that guy was supposed to be blocking on that play? Oh, yeah, he took off and went down there as a part of the, as a part of the deal. So Flutie had to scramble out to the right. He was supposed to be the lead protector. He goes running down with the four wide outs, and instead of jumping – he said, okay, I'll cut the legs out from under these other dudes. And he yeah. got them all. He got two of them. They came down way earlier than they were supposed to. And the ball landed right in the stomach of Gerard Phelan. So that's incredible. Yeah. Hey, wow. he was doing what he thought was his job at the time. Hey, he didn't do his job, but the job he did got the job done. Oh, yeah. Yes, it did. Love that. All right. Other Big 12 games coming up this weekend. Uh, all of them taking place tomorrow. Obviously, Texas on a bye. Oklahoma on a bye as well. Iowa State at Cincinnati. I, I really don't want to talk about this game. Cincinnati, a five-point favorite at home. Any thoughts? Yeah, Iowa's starting to play a little bit better. So their, their quarterback is playing a little bit better. But I'm thinking he can play all he wants to. That Cincinnati secondary is pretty good. So, you know, the Cincinnati quarterback's pretty bad. Yeah. This is this will be a this will be a this will this is a cat fight. I don't I don't know. I I would lean more towards the home team. That's just about it. Yeah, I'm hoping there are four better games on at 11 a.m. Yes. tomorrow, so I don't have to watch this one. Uh, 2:30 tomorrow, number 23 Kansas. Yeah, the third ranked team in the Big 12. They are in Stillwater to take on Oki Lights. Kansas, a three point favorite. Jalen Daniels is not going to play. They're saying he's doubtful. I'm saying he's out tomorrow. Uh, but hell, the Jayhawks with Jason Bean last week, they beat the crap out of UCF. Uh, thoughts on Kansas? Can they stay in the top 25 with a win? Yeah, I think they can win the I think they can win the football game. I mean, I'm not looking for their number one quarterback to play for the remainder of the year. I just there's just something more serious going on that they they've kept under wraps. I mean, I mean, I don't know how well they've kept it under wraps. Hell he hasn't played. I mean, we all know every week we go into it that. He's not going to play, whether he gets it loose or not. It's more than just getting muscles loose in his back, I believe. I mean, it started out with something that may have been minor. It's now turned into something that, hey, we can't let him go out there like that. So I don't know if we'll see him. I I think he may have another year under his belt. Is he a senior anyway or junior? He's a senior. He's got got another year if he wants it. Yeah, I 
unless his career period is, you know, out there. I see him coming back the following year. I don't see him playing any football this season. I, I hope you're wrong. Godly, that's life as a Kansas football fan, and that you finally have some success. And then the guy but he has to heal up all the way. This can't obviously it can't be an eighty percent, seventy percent. There's something that's more than than we know. This is not a a matter of we're you know when the coach says we're just waiting to see if he can get it loose. I mean, it's more than just getting it loose. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even on the sideline last week. Like, he was up in a suite. Like, that's how right. far away from playing Jalen Daniels is right now. And I just everyone, hope he can have a career. Everyone assumes he's going to transfer, too. Like, I hope he doesn't. But, shoot, if I'm Nick Saban, um, I'm oh, calling that, wow. dude. If I'm any, like, big-time program who needs a quarterback no this offseason, like, he's a stud. He got plenty of calls this past offseason and turned him down, stayed at Kansas, which I'm grateful for. But, uh, yeah, those calls are probably going to be coming again. Sure. And those offers, I think, will be even higher than what they were. So, we'll see, man. But, yeah, we he's not playing tomorrow. So, uh, good luck. Oklahoma State now has a chance in that football game. BYU at TCU. Of course, the Longhorns play both of these teams a little bit later in the year. The Horny Toads, a six-point favorite in Fort Worth. I'm calling that another toss-up game. I just don't know what to expect there, you know. The, the defense is not quite the same in, at TCU this year. Lost too many players. BYU can score. So um, I'm just going to take it as a toss-up. Okay. That's a bold pick. Not giving a pick. Yeah. Okay. I'll take, okay, I'll take BYU. How's that? You're taking the road team. Yes. Take another yeah. roadie. I like that. I'll go, with the, I'll go with the home team. And then finally, this one's interesting. Uh, speaking of two teams that Texas will play later in the season, Kansas State at – Texas Tech. It's a night game in Lubbock. We know that weird stuff can happen in Lubbock at night. I think Kansas State has owned this rivalry. Rivalry. It's not a rivalry. They've owned this matchup in recent years. I think I heard Chip saying that K-State has won like 11 of the last 12 against Texas Tech. Well, they're not quite sure, but they should understand that everything goes through Lubbock, and it'll go through Lubbock when they play because Texas Tech will beat them. I saw them play on Friday. They look like dog crap. No thanks. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll take the texters there. I don't want to take them, but I will. Yeah, Kansas State, State looked lost. Seven straight wins and, yeah, 11 of the last 12 times these two teams have shared the field. Kansas State has left victorious. I'm taking K-State, dude. Like, you're right. K-State looked awful against Oklahoma State. Uh, they were getting blown out for a while. They they mounted a little bit of a comeback to make the scoreboard look a little bit more respectful. You just don't want to take Tech no matter what. No, I just – I mean, look, I, K-State was picked to finish second in this league. Like, I think they're one of the best teams in this conference still. I, I, people might disagree, and I don't have much of a leg to stand on considering what happened in Stillwater a week ago. But, uh, yeah, I just – I think K-State's the better football team here, and they always seem to find a way to beat Texas Tech. So. Yeah, I was expecting their quarterback to look, you know, Howard Johnson, that dude. I was expecting him to look better, and he did not last week. Howard Johnson? What's their quarterback's name? Will Howard? Will Howard, yeah, Howard Johnson. I was expecting <laughs> Howard Johnson to play better. He did not. They were just a total mess last week. I don't know what was up with that team last yeah. week. Yeah, Will Howard threw three picks. and Man. He was so smart with the football last year as K-State was making their way to a Big 12 title. Uh, people think he might be hurt right now because he did get hurt in a game earlier this season, so maybe there's some lingering effects there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Texas Go Tech, Red Raiders. Go Red Raiders. Oh, you're rooting for your Mark U now? What is this? In this one, this is a unit play, yes. Thank you very much. I'm thinking of that one. You just – you just, yeah, that – 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Tech, they think they're, you know, they think they're a big part of what's going on here in the Big 12 this year. They're not over with. They're not giving up. No. That game, hey, that game at Thanksgiving, we're all sitting around the table giving thanks. They want to give it to the Longhorns. You know how that is. Of course they do. But they're also – The commissioner's going to show up. He'll be there for that. Nah, he's going to have COVID. No, he'll show up. He'll be there. Mm, he and Matthew wear, wear black and red. Him and Matthew McConaughey holding hands. That's going to be a great scene. Dude, McConaughey wants nothing to do with that jabroni. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's going to be a great scene at Thanksgiving. A little table there with some turkey in the middle. Those two having Thanksgiving dinner, that's going to be great. No chance that that happens. All right, so are you putting 1,000 units on Texas Tech tomorrow? Yes, I will. Dude, you're going to be down like 10,000 units. People are going to thank me for the tuition money. Yeah, that's you're right, because everyone's going to be fading you. No, thanks, Buck. Hey, thanks for getting, sending my kid off to college. I didn't think I'd be able to do this the second semester, but thanks to you, I'm in. You're right. i gotta, Go I got to track this. Yeah, take my picks. Oh, and wait till Monday night football pick. Wow. There's two coaches right there. Loser of that deal may get fired before the end of the season. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. I don't think the Cowboys would fire Mike McCarthy midseason, but uh, it sure feels like both of those coaches' seats are warming up. Hey, Dan Quinn, come on in. Take the big office over there in the corner. Send that guy down the road. All right, I'm typing your comments into the YouTube and Facebook chat line so uh, people can see what your unit plays are. There you weekend. go. We've got Louisville minus seven and a half at Pitt for 5,000 units. Yes. We've got Washington minus three against Oregon for 2,000 units. Yes. And we've got uh, your mark U minus one and a half against the Purple Cats for 1,000 units. Roll Prairie Dogs. Yeah. That's not a saying. No, it's not. No. I saw, do, those little, I saw those little creatures when I went out to Lubbock one time coming out of their little holes. Those are prairie dogs, correct? You wouldn't know. Actually, what am I asking you for? What would you Tumble know? Weeds? I don't know. Prairie, like, wait, I don't know what you saw. How am I supposed to know what you saw? I was driving out and I saw these little, these little mounds and these little animals. They look like little chipmunks. Those are prairie dogs, I do believe, okay. out in that area. Yes, okay. Could have been a raccoon. Could have been a no, squirrel. No, dude. It was not a raccoon. They Could don't come out of little holes like that. No, Could no. Could have been some drunk delt running around campus. No, 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 no. It wasn't the fighting Irish. It wasn't the little leprechaun. No, it was a prairie dog. So they are now the fighting prairie dogs. Okay. Way to go, Tech. Well, that's a, that's a scary drive at night from anywhere oh. in Texas to Lubbock because they got all those windmills right off the side of the road, and they've got those blinking red lights. Uh, you know, so airplanes that are flying at night don't run into them, but shit, that looks like something out of a horror movie, dude. It's dude, even worse that I was driving and come right across the front of my car. I thought that whole, what is it? The tumbleweed and all that stuff. It actually came across the road in front of my car. I thought it was a boulder. It was so big. <laughs> dude, me too. I had that same thing happen. It was my oh, first. I, I, hit, I hit the brakes on that thing. I'm like, can I go through this or not? Is this a meteor? I mean, uh, what the hell is that thing? What is it? What is it? Is it 
what do they call is it tumbleweed what does it call it's it tumbleweed it is that's a tumbleweed yep. tumble bush tumble bush i don't know what bush has to do with this i know you're a fan of bush but i don't <laughs> that thing was huge came across i thought it was just a i thought it was like a big rose bush that came across but it, i guess it was prairie weed or whatever it is tumbleweed tumbleweed yeah thank you tumbleweed <laughs> yeah no i had that experience too first time driving yeah. a Lubbock, and i was driving a truck at that time and wow tumbleweed came out in front and i'm like oh shit i don't have do time i hit to it do this. i hit it do i hit the brakes what do i do i thought i was done right i thought my truck was <laughs> screwed and i was gonna be stuck in the middle of nowhere like waiting for somebody to come save oh, my me goodness and then it just poof gone integrates gone and uh Love yeah. It. yeah 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 all right Let's uh, give some love to some sponsors before we get into some of the other big college football games. Of course, that's the uh, the Big 12 schedule coming up tomorrow, but most of the biggest games around the nation have nothing to do with the Big 12 because, well, the Big 12 is not good this year. Not breaking any news to any no. of you people. No, but no. Uh, some love to some of our sponsors, Buck. Who do you want to start with today? I want to start with my good friends at Texas Orthopedic. If you're seeking that specialized patient-focused orthopedic care, Contact the experts at Texas Orthopedics today. Their physicians offer comprehensive surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults. Spinal care, sports medicine, of course, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and more. Now, they're incredible doctors. They are dedicated to getting you back into good health and, of course, getting you that great quality of life that you deserve. Visit them at TXOrtho.com. Texas Orthopedics is the largest independent orthopedic practice in the state of Texas, as I said, for more information, go to TXOrtho.com. Absolutely. Shout out to Texas Orthopedics and shout out to Last Stand Hats yeah. as well. We are working on a merch store with our friends at LastStandHats.com. And it ain't lip service. I actually talked to Mike Murphy over there a couple of days ago. He said by the end of the week, we should be in business. So a lot of y'all have been asking about the Texas sports unfiltered hats that we were rocking last week in Dallas. I don't know that pullovers, those pullovers that you've been sporting. I mean, you hit those pullovers are awesome. I got one of those for you. Nice. Yep. 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 We're working on polos and pullovers too, but we're going to start off with the hats. Yeah. So yeah, you get the uh, Texas sports unfiltered lids. So you can rock that wherever you are. And obviously we appreciate the support there. Thanks to our friends at last stand hats. Also, if you're a member of our Patreon, which is our paid subscription service, you know, you can keep consuming our content for free. Of course you can. But if you uh, pay for the Patreon subscription every month, then you're going to get discount codes to pick up cheaper hats. Thanks to our friends at LastStandHats.com. So be on the lookout for that. If you want to join our Patreon, there is a link in the video description below to where you can do just that and and bk i want to tell folks about my friends over at relax the back I, i'll tell you my trip last week up to to the dallas area walking the parking lots like a bum i mean my back has been sore all week but i have got some great support with my chair from relax the back and you can too if you got lumbar problems you've got thoracic back problems if you just got a back problem in general muscular then you've got to get a chair from relax the back folks and i don't care if it's at your office i don't care if it's the one you watch in front of the tvs they've got recliners They've got all the different types of chairs that you need to really help you. Tempur-Pedic, of course. They've got mattresses. They got mattress sets. They've got the pillows, of course. We know that the pillows are there for you. They have everything that you need to help support your body: the shoulders, the back, the lumbar, the legs, everything. They have it. And folks, they got two great locations in the Hill Country Galleria across 
from Whole Foods and in, da- and in Austin at the Gateway Shopping Center across from the Container Store. Live pain-free like the buck from Relax the Back. I love those folks. Thank you very much. I have needed them this week, believe me. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Relax the Back and also shout out to SyntexTickets.com. Hey, just because there's no Texas game this weekend doesn't mean there's nothing happening. Uh, ACL weekend two gets going a little bit later today. And then, you know, next weekend. F- oh, yeah. One. Queen, yeah. the Killers. I have a boyfriend that looked like your girlfriend or something like that. Is that the Killers, right? She well, I, had- don't know. I don't know who the hell that is. Yo, it's a song like, you had a girlfriend that looked like my boyfriend. I mean, that's the killers. Sounds just like him to me. Yeah. Well, you got the words wrong, and I think you just oh. admitted to the world that you have a boyfriend. So now no. we've got <laughs> questions about that. I thought you were happily married to uh, a woman, but now apparently you have a guy on the side. Don't forget my transient and gender thing that I have. Oh, you're also a transgender, too. No, no, it's transient global amnesia. <laughs> oh, man, yes, that is a killer song. Somebody told me is the name of that one. It's, okay. uh, it's a good go. one, and it, it's catchy, too, that one, isn't it? It is. I, 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 if I hear it, I'm stuck on it all day long. Don't like it. Don't yeah. want it. Mm, but, yeah, F1 coming up next weekend. If you want tickets to that, they've got them for you at CentexTickets.com. Of course, when the Longhorns get back in action, if you're making your way to Houston, that game's a sellout. And if you watched the UH West Virginia game last night, there weren't a lot of people there. So no. that tells me that there are going to be a lot of Texas fans in H-Town next Saturday. But, hey, if you want to get there, SyntexTickets.com. They've got you covered. ALCS tickets, of course. The Astros and the Rangers opening things up on Sunday. Wow. Any sporting event, any concert, any festival, they've got you covered. SyntexTickets.com. What a big weekend of football this weekend, BK. And, oh. and, base, and baseball. And yeah. the baseball. Hello, Phillies. Sorry, Braves. Tomahawk chop this. That's what you can do. You're about to get canceled over there. Really? I mean, come on, Braves. Really? Dude. The Phillies two years in a row? I tweeted this out from the uh, Texas Sports Unfiltered Twitter account after that game went final last night. The four teams that are left in Major League Baseball are the four playoff teams that had the lowest regular season win totals. Literally the four worst teams. I know the Astros were a two seed because they won the AL West. But right. like I think record wise or win wise, four of the worst teams to uh, to qualify for the playoffs are the four teams that are left. And then all of the hundred lost teams, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Orioles, and of course the Rays won ninety nine games. All of them are out. Those four teams combined to win just one game in these playoffs. Man. This is the most chaotic MLB postseason I think any of us have ever seen. And, of course, people are talking about changing the format now, right? Because Of course. It doesn't work. Yep. It's, uh, it's been two years since they added the extra round of the MLB postseason. And, oh, the extra round was supposed to be a gift to the higher-seeded teams, right? Oh, you get a first-round bye. You get to set your pitching rotation the way that you want. The team that you're playing against has already had to play a couple of games to get to you, but it has not worked out for the higher-seeded teams, unless you're the Astros. Clearly, the Astros have things figured out. But, uh, yeah, a couple of years in a row where just the other top-seeded teams in baseball have struggled to win even a round, let alone win the World Series. Yeah, I I mean, I, I, of course, let's – what what are they going to do now? Just not have it? I mean, what – 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to change anything yet. Rob Manfraud, the uh, commissioner of baseball, the gap-tooth hillbilly himself, uh, he came out basically and said, ah, it's too early. Sure. Uh, the sample size isn't big enough yet, and that's fair. Like, it's only been two years. You don't right. want to make drastic changes to an already drastic change that you just made after just a couple of years. But, uh, I, I mean, if this keeps happening, which maybe okay. it won't. They won't change. No, it's it won't change it. Yeah. yeah, they'll change it. Because it's like there are already people, and look, Astros fans are laughing at this because, you know, they once again, they took care of their business. But They always do. There are already baseball fans who are like, oh, this is devaluing the regular season. Like, you know, these teams put in all this work to get the top two seeds, but they're not getting rewarded in the playoffs. So we've got to change that to make the regular season matter a little bit more. Like that stuff's already happening right now. So baseball doesn't want that. No. They, they play – way too many games and they don't want people to think that those games don't matter so i don't know i don't know what they're going to do no change is coming next year but if this does keep happening uh yeah i wouldn't be surprised at all if baseball decides to do something about it um college football though we'll get into the uh, astros and rangers by the way todd callis the tv voice of the astros will be joining us on monday at about 9 40 so set your reminders there. That'll be after game one, obviously before game two, which will happen Monday night. Yeah, the TV voice of the Strohs, Todd Callis, real good dude. Uh, became a buddy of mine during my time in Houston. He will be uh, with us on Monday to talk Astros and Rangers. And I'm going to try to get uh, a Rangers guy too, either Monday or Tuesday next week to talk about that series. But college football, We'll start with the game of the day and maybe the game of the year in the Pac-12 conference, which is very good this season. It is number eight, Oregon, at number seven, Washington. This is the first time in this history, uh, in the history of this matchup, which I think this is like the 80-somethingth game between Oregon and Washington. Right. The first time that both teams have been ranked in the top ten. Yes. So this one's a lot of fun. It's a battle for first place in the Pac-12. It's these two. It's USC. Those are the three unbeaten teams right now in the left coast conference. I got a feeling that, that that's a stadium and a place that you'd love to be on a Saturday to see that football. Oh, game. dude. I mean, that, I've never been to Husky it's, Stadium up there. It's absolutely gorgeous there. On the lake. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, there's no better scene just from an aesthetics, aesthetics standpoint yeah. in college football than, yeah. And prosthetic, yes. Right, and, absolutely. And prosthetic? Yes, yes. From all those different types of things that you're talking about, yes. You would love the scene there. That is a great scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a great scene tomorrow. College game day, obviously, in Seattle, getting ready for this one. And then 2.30 on ABC. You've got a 2,000-unit play on the home team, so clearly you're feeling good about what Washington has. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think the, the throwing game itself will will take care of you – know, Oregon is really good on defense. That's – you know, as good as Bo Nix has played this year, their defense has been – even better than what their offense has been. So I'm, I, I'm thinking Michael Penix is going to have. This is going to be his push. This is his. This truly is the Heisman push for him right now. I mean, he's right there because USC eventually. I, I got to believe somebody's going to beat them. That may happen this week, but eventually they're not going undefeated. That defense is just not good enough, and that's going to hurt. You know their their Heisman Trophy winner and candidate. So uh, this one's this one's big for for both Bo Nix and Michael Penix, and I think Washington's. Wide receivers will get the best of Oregon's secondary. Yeah, I'm with you on USC. I mean, they've got at Notre Dame, of course, tomorrow. Then they've got Utah, and they still have to play Washington, Oregon, right. and UCLA. Yeah, they're, not, they're not getting through. 
they'll slip up once. They might slip up two or three times if they can't figure out that defense. But, man, Oregon-Washington, and I got to correct something I said. I said this was like the 80-something meeting between these two teams. This would be the 115th matchup between the Ducks and the Huskies, and it still is the first time both teams have been ranked in the top ten. Uh, these two teams play entertaining games, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, every time they get together. I think Oregon had won, like, 12 in a row from, you know, like, 04, 05 to 2016 or 2017. But Washington has held its own. They played a thriller last year in Eugene. Oregon was the number six team in the country. This was kind of the game that put Washington on the map last year. They went in to uh, Eugene and won that game, 37-34. I think they were down 10 in the second half, came all the way back, kicked a field goal in the final minute to ice it. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's two really good teams who I think are even better this year than they were last year. So this will be a ton of fun. And the two quarterbacks, right? I mean, they're top five in Heisman odds right now. I don't want to say the losing quarterback of this game is out and has no chance to win the Heisman, but that'd be a hit. And then the quarterback who's able to win, assuming this game could be high scoring, which I think most people expect it will be, uh, that quarterback might vault up even more. I mean, hell. Michael Penix is uh, the favorite in some sports books right now. So if he wins, he might uh, bolster his status there. And then if Bo Nix finds a way to go into Seattle and win this football game, he might overtake Michael Penix. Oh, yeah. As, I mean, uh, if, one of the favorites. Yeah. If Washington, if Washington, if this guy throws for over 300 bills against this Oregon defense, he may move right up to the top. He may be, I mean, a solid number two. But if Bo, Bo Nix does the things that he's been doing, running and passing, and their defense holds up, look out, because that dude is bodacious. Bodacious. That's right. Yeah, we I've, heard, I've heard 30, that, and I've seen that. Yeah, we only saw like 30 signs across Dallas last weekend that told us how bodacious Bo Nix was. Yeah. So this, is, this game is on the road. Look out for Bo on the road. Yeah, Oregon going for some revenge. You know the name of uh, Oregon's leading rusher? I do not. Bucky Irving. Good job there, Buck. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's his real name, but Bucky Irving is uh, what he goes by, at least. He's the leading rusher for Oregon. He's a solid player. Troy Franklin on the outside is really good. And then Washington. I mean, we, we saw Washington in the Alamo Bowl last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Don't we They're see him every year in the Alamo Bowl? I mean, our home away from home? Dude, how? Oh my God! I don't even want to talk about the possibility. Of no, well, no, no. It, hey, it may come soon enough, so let's just keep that under wraps for right now. Hey, if we if we don't go certain places, we know we have a home. Right, I, now, right? <laughs> we always know we have a home, dude. I like. I haven't said it in a while because Texas has been playing some good football, and you know, at one point they were number three in the country. But everyone like going into this season was like. Oh, it'd be so fitting if Texas can win the Big 12 on their way out the door. Like, that'd be perfect. That'd yeah. be very symbolic. And I'm just like, what are y'all talking about? It'd be fitting if we went eight and four and went to the Alamo Bowl for the 14th time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we've been in the Big 12, especially in the last, like, 12 years. Come like, on, that, man. That's what would be fitting. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. That would be fitting. shameful. Nobody from Texas shows up. Oh, at this point. Yeah, if, if we get there, what a freaking – okay, we're done. No, we're done, with, we're done with that. Let's not talk. It's too soon for that. But Washington's receivers, we did get to see them. Uh, Roma wow. Dunze is going to be a first-round pick. They got this kid, Polk, too, yes. who was their third receiver last year. He's come out of nowhere and become one of the best in the country. Uh, Jalen McMillan, I mean, 
it's absurd. Like, weapons matter. Texas, I think, has one of the best wide receiver rooms in the country. Washington has the best wide receiver room in the country. I mean, they might have, like, three first or second round picks in their wide receiver room alone. And their quarterback throws the best-looking ball, long ball you've seen. Yeah, give him credit. I mean, look, obviously it helps having talent around you. Uh, it's the Brock Purdy in San Francisco conversation. Like that's going to elevate any quarterback when you have the weapons that that guy has. Uh, that's similar to what Penix has to work with, but this dude was really good in the COVID year at Indiana. Yep. Towards ACL the year after, so had to miss the season, transferred to UW, really came on strong at the end of last season. And once again, he's the Heisman favorite in some places right now. He's a monster. That offense is really good. So it'll be a good test. Like Dan Lanning, the Oregon coach, the former Georgia DC, like that's his side of the ball. So you think of Kalen DeBoer, the great offensive mind he is at UW going up against Dan Lanning. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't have the same pomp and circumstance that like Sark v. Saban had, but these are uh, two of the best minds in the country on their respective sides of the football. The chess match between those two, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. At the big erector set there in Washington, that is going to be fun to see. What now? The stands, the way the stands are built, it looks like a big erector set. It's very similar to Penn State, you know. Big, big a lot, Just a lot of metal, a lot of metal around that stadium. What is a rectum set? A rector set, erect. You know, you've seen those sets, Tonka toys, and all that kind of stuff. Not, not erection set. Not. I was gonna say I've been erect before. If that's no, what not, you're asking. Not director. Me. I mean, it's 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 a great place to see a football game. It's a great stadium. It's a great atmosphere, uh, right there along the lake. It's 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 going to be something on Saturday. It's yeah. been like you said. It's it, these two teams. You know, never play when they were ranked. This is this is going to be something special. Yeah, I called uh, I called our guy from Florida who was selling those D pills the other day. So we're set. All right. We're oh, okay. your guy. So yeah, we can uh, we can both Willie, have a oh, Willie or whatever the hell his name is. Wet Odell. Odell. <laughs> I was, oh, Odell is not in jail yet. He is behind bars somewhere. He He's might not be. selling anything. But we've got the goods coming, so uh, your erector set will be okay. Wow. Uh, as you like to call it. All right, other college football games. That's the big one. But once again, four ranked versus ranked matchups. Dude, the, the Pac-12 is is good. Get that in your head. Pac-12 is good. And like all of the best action in college football surrounds the Pac-12. You said you think USC slips up somewhere. Does it happen tomorrow? They're in South Bend. Notre Dame is a three-point home favorite against unbeaten USC. Is tomorrow the day the Trojans, speaking of a rector set, Finally come up short. Uh, oh, you're a funny one. Uh, like yes, the Trojans come up short. The Fighting Catholics win tomorrow at home. Yes. The Notre Dame Fighting Catholics? Yeah, the Fighting Catholics will be in full display tomorrow mm. over the Trojans. Yes. Did you see those videos of uh, USC coaches like spraying water guns at the USC punt returners? Oh, that's great. Rain in South Bend tomorrow night, so they're oh, trying to stimulate like a wet ball or whatever. That's so, going to be ugly tomorrow. And my, and my thought is, why are you practicing punt returns? Your defense isn't going to force any punts. That's right. No kidding. They're oh, scoring man. every time they get it. I uh, I like wrong team favored. We'll ask Lee Sterling, by the way, at 9.15. He's the hottest handicapper in the world. I just got the funniest email ever about Lee. 
that uh, we're going to read to Lee. I actually just texted it to him, but we're going to read it at 915. It is, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, somebody's uh, probably got a brand new house thanks to Lee. Oh, he's been the best handicapper in the world this season. It's ridiculous. Uh, I'm going USC, though. Uh, I think it's wrong team favored. I just I don't trust Notre Dame right now. They've got a couple of losses. I, they just don't have the speed that USC does. Uh, and, and the sharp man was looking great at the start of the year. He was a Heisman candidate for the first yes. three or four weeks, but that offense, you're just seeing that they don't have the horses on the outside to run with some of the more athletic teams in the country. And for all of USC's flaws, and they do have some flaws, uh, they're still one of the more athletic teams in college football. So I think USC slips up a couple of times. I just, I don't trust Notre Dame in a shootout. Well, uh, to hang with Caleb Williams, USC better get ready for a steady dose of a big running back coming at him tomorrow. Oh yeah. Estime. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a solid player, man. He is a solid, solid player. And look, yeah. Tanner says maybe last week that uh four overtime game between SC and Arizona, maybe a look ahead spot for the Trojans with uh, Notre Dame coming up, but we'll see. I like us. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. See there, and then another good Pac-12 game. Number eighteen UCLA at number fifteen Oregon State in Corvallis. The Beavers three and a half point favorites. They're getting that little home team boost right there. Uh, UCLA, the true freshman quarterback Dante Moore, one of the top recruits in the country. He's been good, but that defense, like when you think Chip Kelly, you usually don't think defense. UCLA is one of the best defenses in the country right now. Yeah, they now. started that last year. They were good. And Oregon, Oregon State is, uh, what, 5-1. and one. Their only loss was a shootout at Washington State, but they bounced back with a nice win over Utah, and then they won at Cal last weekend. This uh, this could be a pretty fun one tomorrow night on Fox, 7 o'clock. Could be a low-scoring low game. Both defenses are playing well. Oregon State plays fantastic. It's, it's fun to watch Oregon State play defense. It is? Yes. Yes. They did, I, they, okay. They, they gave up 40 to Cal last week. You, well, you know that. Once again, I was going to say the bottom dwellers of the Pac-12 are playing pretty good, and I was going to include Cal in that. Yeah. Cal, Cal can beat some of the best that they have right now, too. That's one of those teams. That's Cal is the Texas Tech of the Pac-12 right now. If you don't okay. take care of your business, you can get beat by them, yes. So the Pac-12 runs through Berkeley, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> They're not saying that. They don't like to say that, but no. yeah, you better have everything buttoned up against Cal. But yep. it's not, it's, they're, I'm not worried about Cal doing very much, except for they do play some pretty good defense right now. Yeah, every team in the Pac-12 not named Stanford is good. Yeah, Stanford, Stanford right. can't beat anybody, but like it feels like every other team in that conference has a chance. I mean, we just saw Arizona last week. Uh, Arizona State's not very good. They, they beat Colorado. I don't know. Yeah. Even the fighting Pullmans. Yeah. Yeah. No, Wazoo's good. I mean, they've been ranked for a lot of the year. I think they're ranked right now still, too. So uh, now that's the deepest conference in the country. It's not as, as top heavy as maybe some of the other leagues are, sure. but uh, it is deep this year. There's no doubt. The Pac 12 kind of sucks that it's breaking up, honestly. Like 
the Pac-12 has been come back. Stock. Come back, Oregon, come back. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't happening. But like, no. God, this this is fun, and some of these schools I think are going to be good for the next couple of years, right? Like USC, they're always pretty solid. Uh, Oregon and Washington, it feels like they have coaches who are going to be there for a while. Oregon State's now relevant. I mean, it's you go up and down the league, and it's like, no, oh, the Pac-12 is as healthy as it's been in forever yeah and the ones that are coming into the big 12 are just as excited as this can be yeah because they, they, they know they can come in here and compete with these teams and then it's gone yeah well yeah the uh, the big 12 is getting some of the worst utah is obviously good and Dion's entertaining the arizona schools they are what they are but yeah i don't know it's uh it sucks realignment can be annoying and it's i feel like a hypocrite as a texas fan talking about realignment being annoying because we obviously started this with oklahoma gonna go make that cash yeah making the move to the sec yes. but uh, money talks and bs walks and that's right we know that all right one other ranked versus ranked matchup in college football miami at north carolina i do want to get into the AM game here in a moment but miami at unc you said it earlier man you think uh miami's gonna be too shell-shocked from the way that they lost last weekend yeah and drake may's playing really well now he's got it going on he's he's now making his push for the heisman too and this will be I don't know if this will be a great way to do it because I got to think all of America is going to think that, I mean, we're going to find out how good Cristobal can coach. I mean, because he's going to have to bring his players, you know, his mistake is going to have to make his players understand that the season's not over. There's a lot to play for, or they can go dead smack into the tank after that going, you're just too dumb to coach. Yep. Feels Why like are we going to I- listen to you? Right. Well, yeah, hopefully they don't do that. I mean, it was one of the dumbest coaching decisions I've ever seen, but uh, Miami's still four and one. They still have a shot to get to the How ACC. How many players have to put their arm around the head coach? You know how coaches will put their arm around the player and tell them, hey, don't worry about that mistake. We'll make up for them. How about the head coach having all these guys put their arm around them and say, hey, coach, we know you're dumb, but hey, listen, <laughs> it'll be okay. Yep, they should have done that for for the running back, too, who fumbled the ball. Oh, that's right. Did he lose his scholarship? You were thinking he should get that scholarship yanked, too? Gone. He shouldn't have had to touch the pigskin. He shouldn't. Or the cowhide. Why is he touching the ball? That's the big issue. That's the biggest issue. I mean, it was uh, maybe the worst coaching decision I've ever seen, and I feel like I've seen a lot of bad coaching decisions. I've seen some bad decisions. That Patrick Mahomes falling down at the two (laughs) when he screwed the fantasy players. That wasn't a coaching decision. No, that was a Pat Mahomes decision. That's why the the 11 last night stood straight because that guy is too busy taking a knee or falling down at the one instead of trying to get the MVP, making a shake on a guy and getting into the end zone for another score for us fantasy players. Hmm. us fantasy players i mean you fantasy players i was gonna say you don't even play fantasy football what are you talking about here what i'm doing is for real and i don't need him falling down at the two ever again i don't want any. why do i want these smart football players do your job your job is to score that's what you're supposed to do nobody Mm -hmm. has to be a rocket scientist by falling at the two you play to win the game yeah and if you go in the end zone there you're still going to win the game and everybody's going to be happy <laughs> except for you the people who... to make us happy <laughs> what about the people who had the jets nobody had the jets nobody. oh no way who the hell had the jets they deserve to lose Are you kidding me our guy sal talking some trash this morning you deserve those losses buck come mm. on man and our guy padilla hit the like button yeah come on if you're watching we need those thumbs up we appreciate you watching. Of course we do. We appreciate you subscribing. Of course we do. But uh, we need those likes as well. So please like this video. It takes a second. And then, boom, 
You're good to go. Just like that. Uh, North Carolina, Mac Brown is four and zero against Miami since going back to North Carolina and the Tar Heels are off to their best start since 97. Of course, Mac's final year in Chapel Hill. They won their first eight games that year. Uh, they've won their first five games here in 2023. And yeah, you like their chances. Yeah, I do. And that dismantling of Syracuse, like that was, that was as complete of a performance as we've maybe seen in college football this year, like 644 yards of offense. And North Carolina only gave up 11 first downs in that game against Syracuse. Easiest like pick I've ever made. Oh, my God. I mean, the scoreboard, like, it was 40-7. to 7. Sometimes the scoreboard doesn't tell the story. Now, the scoreboard tells the story of that one. Like, that was just a four-quarter beatdown by uh, North Carolina against the journalists of Syracuse last week. Very impressive. Yeah, I'm taking UNC. Uh, and then what about this uh, AM at Tennessee? Tennessee's only a three-point favorite in this one. The Aggies, of course, coming off the disappointing loss to Bama. They had a halftime lead in that game, but Bama took it to them in the second half. Uh, Tennessee four and one this season. I think they're coming off of a five memory serves uh, their one loss. They got blown out by Florida randomly, right. but they, uh, they won their last conference game. They beat South Carolina. Yeah. Before the bye. only a three point line, even though this game is in Knoxville, what are you thinking here? I, I like Tennessee in this game. I think this is a, I, I, I think the balls go crazy on the Aggies. This right. I think they're the Aggies quarterback. They're back up. One of the best backups. In college football, I think they get after him this week. The great wide receivers that A&M have, I, I think the pressure will be all over the quarterback. And I think I think Tennessee will get a lot of pressure on on, on Johnson this weekend. I'm going to go wrong team favorite here. What, is, what are you kidding me? Wrong team favorite? You think the Aggies come out of that place with a victory? I was uh, I was talking to Bill Cohen of Joe Cohen and Son Jewelers, who sponsors our segment with Lee Sterling coming up okay. here. Uh, he's an Aggie guy, and and I was like, man, do you do you even want a And M to win anymore, or do you want them to lose so Jimbo gets canned? And he's like, I kind of want him to win this week, and then maybe he can lose a few of the other games, and then Jimbo gets canned. Like I think a And M fans are at a crossroads right now because you know you always want to root for your school. It's like Texas at the end of Charlie Strong, except you know Charlie Strong was way worse than Jimbo. But it's like, ah, like you don't ever want to root against your school, but you know the program's probably better off if the coach gets fired and you bring somebody else in here. Like, I think that's kind of where AM fans are right now with uh with Jimbo. I just I think Joe Milton sucks. Tennessee's quarterback. He's he's a freak athlete and he's got some of the best arm talent in the country. Sure, but he's got just, the worst accuracy problem. Yeah, like mentally and the accuracy, it's just not where I want it to be. And AM's defense has been playing well. I know they lost yeah. last week, but like since the Miami game, they figured some things out. Uh, it's just this feels like a random one that the Aggies are going to win. They're going to give their fans hope, and Jimbo's going to get hope, and then they're going to lose to two teams that they shouldn't lose to later in the season. So I don't know. I'm going. Uh, I'm going wrong team favorite in this one. It's it's more of a indictment on Tennessee than a uh, a vote of su- uh, support slash okay for Texas A and M. All right. Let's give some love to some of our sponsors before we shift gears. And uh, we got to get into this NIL shirt that Danny Stutzman made at Oklahoma. Uh, this came out yesterday, and it's it's interesting. They're the wittiest shirt makers in the world. They're the wittiest sayings on shirts I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, 
Oh. We'll get into that. We'll show a picture if you haven't seen it yet. I think most Texas fans uh, have seen it to this point, but curious to get your thoughts on that deal. Uh, and curious to get your thoughts on Covert Bee Cave, too. No doubt about it. 42 unbelievable acres out there in the hill country located in Bee Cave, Texas. Covert Bee Cave has three new state-of-the-art auto dealerships carrying seven brands, Buicks, GMCs, Cadillac, Dodge, of course, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. And also in Huddle, you'll find Covert Chevrolet and Covert Ford. And, and also in, and up, up north in Austin, you'll also find Lincoln and Ford there. And they've been doing a fantastic job, BK. They've been doing it since 1909, just a few years before I was born. Of course, they've been doing this, selling cars and trucks in Central Texas. And the Covert family, they are absolutely wonderful folks out there. While you're out there at Covert BK, say hello to Dan Covert, say hello to Mike, Stacy, Jerome, the whole gang out there. And for more information about sales, the weekly sales, not the monthly, quarterly sales, they got sales going on all the time out there. Go to covertbcave.com. Nobody beats a covert deal. Not now, not ever. Not ever. Shout out to our friends at Coda as well. Circuit of the Americas, they sponsor the Coda text line here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. 512-222-9328. If you're listening on the app and you want to get in on any of the conversations here on Texas Sports Unfiltered, you can do that. Somebody asks, a 254 number says, what's the order for Taco Bell this weekend, BK? Ooh, three crispy? I don't know. I don't know. You know, they, like, they don't have any specials that I love right now. They've got the rolled chicken taco bit going on, and, and those are fine, but not my favorite item at the Bell. Uh, I don't I know. Was at Costco. I went to I take me to Costco trip yesterday. The United Nations? The United Nations of, of food, they were there. The United Nations, everybody was sitting down having slices of pizza, talking world problems. It was fabulous. You know, the kiosks were hot. I mean, I kept seeing those people go around, give me a little free cup, come back around again, give me another hit of that. I'm like, hey, go to lunch somewhere, will you? Costco's not your lunch special place to hit all the kiosks for food. Free samples. You're supposed to get it. They want you to eat. I don't want to eat that. I mean, you don't make a lunch out of it. I mean, you don't bring your own napkins and stuff and, you know, and sit down and take their samples over to the table and eat them, then come back around or send the kids back to them. That's not what that's for, you people. What do you mean, you people? (laughs) I mean, anybody, those people, you know, all those people, you people. I don't know exactly who you're talking about because you're talking about Costco being the United Nations, and clearly you're talking about – I love it. I love it, man. When you sit down for people from all over the world at Costco's and have a lunch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're from everywhere. Costco's, we bring we bring people together. Oh, we. Costco. Is that their new saying? Did I just give them their, their new saying? We bring people together for lunch. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> uh, with samples. I, did not, I have not had a piece of Costco's pizza because it kind of takes too long now. What? You know, and they've got that, like, foot-long hot dog. Yeah. No, I have not, I've not, had, any, I've not had a hot dog there. I have had pizza there. But now, all of a sudden, it, there's like a backup. They have some new ordering deal there. You know, you got to start playing with computers now. You don't just walk up to the counter, throw down your Costco cart. There's something that you have to do that involves a computer now, BK. And you know me. I don't like it. I don't like going near it. I don't want to give out my number. I mean, I don't want to, you know. I you just, don't have to give out your number. You just is order. It? Is you that just what it is? the screen. Yeah, and then you put your credit card in there. It's the same thing. You just don't have to talk to a human. I like the human contact. I got to have that, you know? Uh, the human contact, huh? Yes. 
Uh, I saw you driving around in that windowless van yesterday looking for some human contact <laughs> guy. Hey, can you put the just put the groceries in the trunk? You get in first and then I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, you get in the trunk. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because that's what most people do with their groceries. They Come get on, inside man. their just, trunk. Yeah, anybody at HEB that says to me, hey, will you need help with that? Depends on what she looks like. And I say, well, let's, yeah, I need some help out there. You get in first. I'll pass you the, I'll pass you the stuff. And I'll slam the trunk down and take off. Oh, no, no, oh, I don't do that. Come on now. You you really sound like you do that. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're clearly speaking from experience there. No, 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 no. It was okay. My experience at Costco's, it was quick. Wasn't that crowded until you hit the, the United Nations lunch counter there. And then it gets crazy. You got no samples there. Not even one? No, I don't. I'm. I take every once in a while, I'll take a sample of some, some nuts or something, but no. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, you do that outside of Costco. That's not a Costco bit. Dude, but I don't not, I do not go back around, pretend I'm shopping for something else, go around the corner and you come back. I'm, I'm eyeballing those people that do that. I, I heard you were taking a sample of nuts at uh, oil can Harry's on 4th <laughs> no, street. No, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see the shirt I got on today? Loving that little Dallas Stars hockey. The Stars opened up the season with the win last night. The Texas Stars up at Cedar Park, they get their season going tonight. Our guy Tom McKay, AV Consultations, the biggest Stars fan in the world. And hey, he's got uh, a message for you people out there. Hi, this is Tom McKay with Audiovisual Consultations. Scientific data proves it. Size does matter. The bigger and wider your television is, the better. Football season is here, and the time is now to get your entire audio video experience tuned up and ready. New flat screens, projection video, Dolby True HD surround, all the goodies at great prices and followed up with great service. So call us at 255-8678. That's 255-8678 or on the web at avconsultations.com. All right, I got my hard copy yesterday of the Austin American Statesman, of course. Thank you very much, Ashish and the gang over there at 7-Eleven. Love those folks. It was there. Did not touch the wieners and the rotisserie. I just let that go while others did eyeball it. And I had to go like, dude, don't even get that close to breathing on the wiener. You know what I mean? Why are you even, why do they have their face up there? What is it that they have to see? If it's done on one side, it'll get done. Take your time. They tell you when it's done. Like it's in front of the sign when it's done. It's behind the sign when it's not done. Yeah, but people have to get their noses up there. Like, I mean, get your get your face away from the wieners. I mean, don't do that. That's good life advice for anybody. <laughs> yeah, don't get your face, face away from, from the wieners. Man, oh man, oh man. God, I'm, glad they don't, I'm glad they don't manhandle. They've, they've got the pizza in the box where you don't just grab the slice by hand, you know, and put it in your pocket or whatever you want to do with it. But mm. my goodness, yes, I got my got my paper. My Olipop was there. It's it's on now. Oh yeah, they got they got the best of everything at Seven Eleven now. My little Debbie's, I did not touch yesterday. I'm I'm on a stay away from sugar kind of thing right now. So the Olipop, no no Coca Colas, no Franta Orange, none of that stuff. Staying away from it, man. Just no, don't do it. No Franta no. Orange, or whatever it is, Fanta Franta. What is that drink called? Fanta. Fanta. Okay, I stay away from that too. That uh-huh. orange always looks good, you know. But no more. Staying uh-huh. away from that. You don't Olipop. need the old school soda anymore because you got no. Olipop. That's right. Best. Yeah. Shout out to our friends at Olipop. I was on the phone with my guy, Steven, over there yesterday, and they're happy because you people 
are buying Olipop. And you should be buying Olipop. Stop drinking sodas. Drink this what, stuff. What do you mean, you yeah. people? The ones with diabetes? Is that what you're saying? You people that are trying to get diabetes? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> don't try to get diabetes. I don't know why you would ever try to get diabetes. But look, everybody everybody like wants to be healthy, right? Yeah. But you don't want to sacrifice taste. If you've been following me for years, you know that like I'm not eating health food or drinking health stuff because it usually doesn't taste good. It tastes like shit, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Olipop is not that. Olipop <laughs> tastes like the soda that I've always loved, but it's actually good for me. Yeah, nine grams of fiber in every can. They've got the mini ones, too. Look, Be on the lookout for the Olipop mini cans as well. Easy to drink those bad boys, too. Those are addicting as all get out. But, yeah, only two to five grams of sugar, like the buck said. Very few calories. There are prebiotics in here that help with digestive health. I'm telling you, this stuff is a game changer. It's a great tasting soda, but it's also good for you. It's a combination that I did not think was possible. Olipop made it possible. Shout out to Matthew. Get you some. Target. There you go, Matthew. Get that Olipop, man. H-E-B, Walmart, Whole Foods, Costco at the United Nations headquarters. There you go. 7-Eleven. They've got it all for you. Olipop, I'm telling you, so many great flavors, too. This stuff is awesome. And uh, another shout-out to our friends at Woods Comfort Systems. Buck, you've got your uh, heating system winterized, right? You're ready to go for these cool ones? We got the the new filters in. You know, I'm starting to winterize the property also out there. I've got, you know, I've got uh, my well and the pumps and the tanks and the pump house. I need to winterize it. I mean, it's time to start thinking about it. I know. The weather is not – it's not freezing right now. I'll let you know when it's going to freeze. Well, no, no, no. First of all, I don't let you know when it's going to freeze. I only let you know when it's going to rain. I'm not trying to really overstep my boundaries and what I can do and what my powers are. You know what I'm saying? Those powers are for a higher being. For me, it's just about the rain. But I'll tell you this. Winter is not going to be on the 21st of December. Don't buy that, okay? I'll let you know. I'll have that feel when it comes, but – Get your make sure your heater's ready to go because winter will come and winter will go. But right now, you want to get that heater, get it all fixed up, get all the filters, all the clean filters in there, and have somebody come by. If you need Dave to come by, Dave will come by there. No, most likely Dave won't come by there. Most likely be Travis coming over there to, to visit you. Dave will be at the office telling Travis, "Hey, get out there, let's go." Uh, who's coming to my house, man? I don't know. Is it Dave? Is it Travis? It'll be Travis, man. He's the best. Uh, Yeah, woodscomfortsystems.com. Something's wrong with your AC. They can fix it if you need to get ready for the winter months. Uh, Yes, winter does start on December 21st, regardless of what the buck says. Uh, Make sure your heater is good to go as the weather starts to cool down here in Central Texas. They've been around for 60 years. They're the best at what? Is that the same? the, The 21st is the same person who said, hey, you're flying a plane. You're the captain. Well, well, what if I want to be the colonel? What if I'm the lieutenant? No, you're the ca- if you fly the plane, you're the captain. I'm I'm still not. I'm somebody's got to get me into that right there. I Are you talking about you're talking about the plane with uh, some Ting Wong on it? <laughs> we too low. <laughs> no, we might have to bring that back a little no. bit later today. Oh, that is no. that is one of the greatest things in the oh, history of things, right there. Oh, God. Shout out to Woods Comfort Systems. Love those folks. Yeah, absolutely love those folks. And uh, all right, I teased it. We'll we'll have to talk more about this uh, after Lee, but I did promise the people that we'd show this picture. So 
before we uh, before we speak with Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports to get you your winners for the college and NFL weekend, here is the uh, the picture. On the right, you've got Oklahoma linebacker Danny Stutzman, who you know, I think all Texas fans know who that guy is by now. He's On the stud. left, yeah, that's o- OU head coach Brent Venables, and those are the new shirts that they got made following their win over Texas. If you can't read it, I will read it for you. Or of course, if you're listening on the app, I will read it for you. The front has a picture of Danny Stutzman smoking a cigar with his horns down in the locker room after the Oklahoma win over Texas. The back of the shirt says, Oklahoma only fears God. Texas fears Oklahoma. They are a witty bunch, aren't they? That's the uh, the NIL shirt that I guess Danny Stutzman got made after OU's Super Bowl win. What's the head coach wearing? Yeah, the same thing. I just remember Texas fans were like, Quinn Ewers is smoking a cigar after beating Alabama? That's uh, You can't do that. That's celebrating too much for a regular season win. Well, here's uh, OU making shirts. And look, NIL is NIL. Like, I'm cool with Stutzman making some money. I'm cool with any of these kids making some money. But Venables? Does he need this money? Well, when they have him drinking from a fire hose or something, that that's what he needs to do after that 49 to zero debacle. I didn't see them making shirts with fire hoses stuck in his throat or up his nose. Ew. I mean, really, come on. Yeah. Coach. We'll uh we'll get back into that a little bit later. I know some they're Texas the best, fans. though. They're the best at witty. That's what they do. If they're oh, not yeah. if they're not doing the Dairy Queen thing, they're making up witty t-shirts. They're good at that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, it's uh, time for one of our favorites. Every Friday at 9.15, we bring on the man, the myth, the legend, Lee Sterling from (laughs) ParamountSports.com, the hottest handicapper in the history of the known universe. He's with us right now. What's going on, Lee? I'm good. Well, it's not like uh, many tech firms are going to be hiring OU grads. So uh... No, there you go, Lee. (laughs) You know that for sure. And I hate that. I hate to totally bag on someone or a group of people, but whenever someone tells me that their kid's going to OU, I'm like, well, they didn't get into Texas. They didn't get into Texas A&M. Obviously, didn't get into Rice. Um, and the list goes on and on. That right? makes me think there's, there's just going to be one more homeless person on the streets there. That's what <laughs> well, at, least they're going to, at least they're going to college. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to Blinn Junior College, right? Nothing there wrong with go. Blinn. Hey, I had, I had one of my great running backs went to Blinn. Love it. Love Blinn. They bring out some great running backs. Oh, know? yeah. Football, uh, football oh, yeah. and baseball. Yeah. Uh, That's what they do. Lee, I mean, the record speaks for itself. What are you, 41-16-1 and one over the last five weeks? Do I have that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh. And we lost last night on West Virginia. A heartbreaking loss. Oh. Get this. Since last Thursday, I've lost two games. Two of the games that I lost were that game and Missouri pick six against them. So, oh. so yeah. Well, you know why you lost that game last night? It's because Bucky had we do like thousand unit plays on this right. show, and the right. Buck had a thousand unit play on West Virginia. So he cursed you. You would have won if Bucky didn't bet on West Virginia. Lee, how did that group, that quarterback? I like West Virginia's quarterback. Yep. How did they lose to Houston? Houston has a lot of speed on their team. Man, they do. They, I mean, the kick returner and the punt returner wow. are both great. But um, I think the turning play of the game, obviously, you know, the, the the Hail Mary. But there was a time, I think they had the ball like on the 25-yard line. They threw the ball in the end zone. Hits the receiver in his hands, gets knocked out, and goes to another defensive player's hands. Oh, yeah. That was 
that was and then three plays later, West uh, Houston scores. So there's always you can I mean you guys probably talk about this as a coaching staff when you were coaching Bucky. Usually eight to ten defining plays in that game. Yeah, that was the and, running back coming out of the backfield, hit him in the hands in the end zone. He, right. didn't, he didn't clutch it, went right to the defender. Yep. Yep. That was wow. that was painful. But uh, I thought that the Texas game, there was probably eight plays. Texas makes any one of those eight plays, they win the game. They just couldn't come up come up with any of them. Yeah, and one of them's when they had those two fat asses in the in the like the wishbone going yeah. into the end zone. They, they, yeah, that was one of them. Is this is this G or PG or R? How how we how we rate this this that comment? Oh, that oh. that's just PG right there. Okay, okay. No parental guidance. That's all. I mean, that was that was not good last week, Lee. That yep. was that was being a stubborn coach last week. Yep. That's all that yep. was. I'll I'll prove to you that we can get this done that way. Yeah. So I I don't know if I ever told you guys this story. I was like nine, ten years old, and my dad was a dentist, and he also decided he's going to take up coaching. So he would read, I mean, from George Allen, how to organize a practice to offense. He loved, he loved teaching, believe it or not, blocking. I mean, his favorite was he would, he would show a team a cross block and then come back the other way with a fold block. Most coaches today don't even know what a fold block even is. Mm -mm. And, and to explain that Bucky and I know, you know what it is, Brad? No. Okay, a full block is – a cross block, obviously, is the person on the outside, an offensive tackle. He blocks down first, and then usually a guard. You know, it can be a, a guard blocking down, and a center pulls out and, and blocks the other way. But uh, it's uh, the, the guy – instead of blocking down, the inside guy goes first, and then the outside guy goes second. But my dad took me – there was a uh, – conference being held in san diego california sid gilman was teaching this conference Sid gilman wow my, my dad flew out there was about 60 to 70 people sitting there taking notes and he's talking offensive football from 8 30 in the morning until probably six o'clock at night my dad goes up to him and starts talking to him afterwards and he ends up being the last one i'm sitting there the whole weekend and we ended up going out to dinner with him. We closed down a restaurant at about 1130 at night. Sid Gilman always said this was one of his. He had like 10 different things that rules that he lived by. If you want to score when you're on the goal line, why would you bring everyone inside? More bad things can happen. Now, I understand there's there's certain situations like like Hurts for Philadelphia. He's so good at the quarterback sneak and these new rules, but my team in high school, when he coached us and also teams that he coached, he would line up his offensive lineman with a yard to a yard and a half splits. And these dumb defensive coordinators would line up in the gap and he would just sit there and block down on them and beat them to death. Hmm. So big lesson to be learned there. And, a lot of these coaches, it's not like people are like, well, he's a good coach. He's like Nick Saban. I bet you if you looked at his high school and college grades, probably a BC student. Look at Mario Cristobal, great recruiter. I mean, I hate to say it, and, and a good motivator. Yeah. I don't think he even realized until he hit the locker room the mistake he had made. 
Yeah, well, that's uh, that's a perfect segue, Lee. Great story, yeah. by the yes, way. It but, is. Uh, your yes, first, it uh, is. Your first game this yeah. week, it's Miami. It's North Carolina. Mac Brown, they're 5-0, and the best start for UNC since 1997. They host a Miami team coming off of that demoralizing loss last weekend. The Tar Heels, three-point favorites at home. What's your pick here? All right, so I think the, the, the week to bet – Miami is this week. The week to fade them, believe it or not, is next week. I think emotionally the kids went through a lot this week. But I think they're going to get up. The best thing that can happen to these kids, if you have a loss like that that ends the season, these kids are done for a couple months. They get back on the field. North Carolina has not faced anywhere close to this type of offense. App State put 34 on them. I think Miami's offense is really good. They had to play in the Nope. Nope. I don't know what happened to Lee. They had to play in the dark. (laughs) It's weird. Like, Lee, the screen is still there. He's just not on the screen. I wonder if Lee can hear us. Lee, if you can hear us, maybe pop back out and come back in. Nod your head. Yeah, we lost him. All right, well. I think he was getting ready to take Miami. Let's see if we can. Yeah, that might have been a wrong team favorite deal. We'll get uh, we'll get Lee back on here in a moment. But interesting thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people kind of assume what you assumed, Buck. Like uh, Miami, after a loss like that, they got to go on the road against a top fifteen team. They got the team that's really finding themselves right now. Yeah, they got no shot. But uh, it sounded like Lee was starting to lean. Here we go. I think uh, I think we've got him back here. Do you, you read us? There you go. Yeah, we. I've got the worst stream in the world. I've said I've, I've had Comcast out here probably eight to ten times. They can't figure out what's going wrong. Oh so, God! All so right, you're, so are you about to take Miami? Yeah, I'm taking Miami. I think oh. I don't think North Carolina's faced this type of offense. Miami's defense is number two in the country in havoc yards for loss. They go ten deep on the defensive front. They should have blown out Texas A&M. They were that much better than them that day. They got in a hole and just crawled right back. I think you're going to see Miami's best effort. I love their special teams. The week to fade them is next week, maybe against Clemson, because they went through a lot last week. Whether they win or lose, next week might be the week to fade Miami. But Mm. I like Miami outright 34-30. Okay, good call there, Lee. Lee, uh, Texas Tech playing at K-State. I mean, is this game – where's this game? Is this at K-State, Manhattan? Oh, it's in Lubbock. Lubbock. Oh, it's in Lubbock. Uh, Texas Tech feeling like they are going to be a superpower in the Big 12 once Oklahoma and Texas leave. But K-State, I didn't like what I saw from them last Friday night. I That truly surprised me, and I didn't think their quarterback played well. I didn't think their team played well last week in that loss. And what, what do you think is going to happen this week? I agree with you, Bucky. They're going in the wrong direction. I think that Texas Tech is one of the most under-the-radar teams right now. They won by 25 last week against Baylor. Should have been 45. I mean, they turned the ball over twice. Tech does some of the dumbest stuff. I, I hate to say this. Tech is tech. Uh, out west, <laughs> yeah, they, they call it, They call Washington State. They say when Washington State blows a game, they call it cooging it. I, I, I can't think of the right word. But Tech is one of these teams. They can run the ball seven straight times and gain seven to ten yards. And then they'll try, like, a double reverse pass. Just dumb shit. So – I think they're that good. They are running team first this year. Mm-hmm. I think they're – Kansas State lost their best player on their team, the middle linebacker. 
since he's been gone, they're not the same team. And their quarterback, I mean, he's trying to fit get balls into tight windows. I like Texas Tech here, 31-27. All right, another Big yep. 12 game tomorrow, Lee. Kansas in Stillwater to take on Oklahoma yep. State. The Buck just mentioned it. Oklahoma State, nice win for them last week. Kansas still probably without Jalen Daniels, the Jayhawks three-point road favorites. Who you like here? These two teams know each other well, play each other all the time. Coaches have been there a couple years, and Kansas has uh, uh, stayed here, and, and obviously Gundy's been there forever. I, I think the kids now finally believe Oklahoma State. They're not talented. They're not going to have many guys get drafted here. I think they're going to muck up the game. I like Oklahoma State here 27-24. Very interestingly, you get some yeah. NFL games in here. The, the Saints playing at the Texans on Sunday. I don't know what to think of the Saints. I I, I know what to think of the Texans. I like the way the Texans are are, are are starting to really gear their young quarterback and giving him yeah. success and really protecting him. But not not only that, is this he's not just one of the best uh, young quarterbacks. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I don't know. But that Saints defense is a little bit different from some of the teams they've been playing lately. So I don't know how that's going to go. What do you like about that? Low-scoring game, two defensive-minded coaches, mm -hmm. and – like the fact that Houston, even though they've been missing like two and three starting line in every game, have not allowed a sack three games. So they're working well together. I think the coaching staff's doing a great job here. I don't love the fit with Carr with this New Orleans team. So mm. low-scoring game, let's go with the Texans here, 17-16. There we go. How about Bill yep. Cohen tuning in today? Of course, part <laughs> of our great sponsor here for the Paramount Sports segment, Cristobal pulled Lee's plug. <laughs> yeah, after uh, after last week, that's for sure. All right, Monday Night Football, Lee. Boy, yeah. the, the Cowboys, what a letdown that was on Sunday yeah. night last week. They're now at the L.A. Chargers. Feels like an important game for both coaches to get things back on track. Dallas, a slight favorite in L.A. What are you thinking? Love the fact that Kellen Moore is going to be facing his old team. Bucky can tell you this. When you are a coordinator and you move on, trust me, he spent this summer coming up with a game plan. Then he's got five weeks to work with his team in the regular season to see their strengths. He has an extra week, a bye week, to prepare for this game. He is going to coach his ass off. And I just think this Dallas team mentally is done. I like the fact Austin Eckler's coming back, one of the best running backs, dual threat backs there is in the game here. Not going to be a home field advantage. It'll be it'll be like five to one Cowboy fans, the Charger fans. <laughs> yep. But I like the Chargers here, thirty to twenty four. And let's add let's add a, a lock here for Mister Bill Cohen this weekend. I like A and M here, getting three points, oh. taking on. Believe it or not, I think they're I think they're going to get the job done against Tennessee. Their defensive front, no one has run against them. There was eight or ten plays just like the Texas OU game where they just none of those plays went their way I think they caught a receiver and a quarterback that were red hot last week I think that their run defense which is allowing just 84 yards per game and 2.6 yards per carry the way Tennessee rolls is Tennessee they need to run to set up the pass Joe Milton when he has like second and three second and two he's good you put him in third and eight, third and ten, he is horrible here. I'm going to go with a – I have what what's called my level one, level two, and level three lock. I'm going to go all the way up here. Level three lock, Texas A&M over Tennessee. 
Wow. Right, Lee, I love it. I love it. Hey, the free play this yep. weekend, TCU and BYU, another Big 12 game. If folks want to get that, and oh, it is October, but more importantly, it is Locktober. If, yep. uh, if our great listeners and viewers want to get your picks, where can they find you? All they need you to do is go to the website, ParamountSports.com, free pick TCU, B, uh, BYU. First 10 callers get it for free, 800-400-9741. First 10 callers, give them TCU, BYU on me, 800-400-9741. Check out the website. We're 47-22-2 on the year. And that includes, as we mentioned, the Missouri loss last Saturday, the loss last night on West Virginia. We have our first 40-50 to 50 unit college release that's going on Saturday. Look, look at Brad. Look, Brad's thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> He's ready to go. I'll text you the play as soon as we get off, Brad, so wow. you can load up on this game. I found a game where it's a low line. One team is going to explode and win going away. You want to get that game. Like I said, it's not October. It's a October. Three weeks yes, of is. games through Halloween night, $247, ParamountSports.com. I mean, Lee is offering you free money. If you don't take him up on this offer, you're absolutely insane. The hottest handicapper in the history of the known universe. We're lucky enough to have him on our show every Friday. Lee, we always enjoy it, man. Thanks so much, and we'll talk Thank to you, you next week. Thank you, Lee. Be safe, buddy. Okay. Thanks. You guys, too. All right. There he goes. The great Lee Sterling. And, of course, the Paramount Sports segment is brought to you by Joe Cohen and Son Jewelers. I was there yesterday on 16th Congress. Go. Had a, uh, a watch with the battery that died, went in there, Bill took care of me, in and out, boom. The service is fantastic. Now, yes, if you need something is. like that, of course, they can do it. But if you're looking for an engagement ring or a gorgeous necklace or a pendant or anything like that, there's no better place to go than Joe Cohen and Son Jewelers, Austin's oldest family-owned and operated business of any kind. We're not just talking about jewelry stores. We're talking about business of any kind Bill is the fourth-generation jeweler-slash-gemologist in his family's 140-year business. A lot has changed in Austin since 1883. Just ask the buck. He's seen it all. But one thing <laughs> that hasn't changed is the way the Coens do business. Honesty, integrity, value, and service. I don't know anything about watches. I didn't know what battery my watch needed. Bill knew, didn't. He knew exactly what I needed. And you don't have to know anything about jewelry or diamonds or any of that. They can help you. All you have to do is know Bill Cohen. Go into the store. It's beautiful. Sixth and Congress. The service is second to none. They also have free parking, too, which in downtown Austin, that is a freaking miracle. Free parking. They're the best. Check them out online at JoeCohenJewelers.com. But more importantly, go see our guy, Bill. Great dude. Once again, the service, the honesty, the integrity. I mean, the selection is great. Well, you, you can find selection at other places, too. But what sets these guys apart is the way that they treat people joe cohen and son jewelers we are uh, very grateful to them for sponsoring the paramount sports segment every single friday right here on texas sports unfiltered yeah he likes that miami he and i he likes the team i like he likes texas tech i like those uh prairie dogs i really do yeah we had a couple of uh wrong team favorites yes from lee this week he's got uh, oklahoma state beating kansas He's got the Texans beating the Saints. He's got Miami beating North Carolina. And he's got the Chargers beating the Cowboys. So four of the five picks that Lee gave us. Now, he's got different picks over on ParamountSports.com. Sure. Those are the ones you really need to get. But uh, on the show picks, yeah, four wrong team favors. I think that's a record for Lee. 
I think so too. That's, that's an awful lot. I mean, the saints and the Texans, that's, that's that game right there, low scoring for sure because of the defenses there, but I'm, I'm still not quite sure that I just don't like, I mean, I'm not a car fan, so I don't, I, he hasn't really settled in there with the saints right now, but I know the saints will bring their defense. They, they just do, you know, they play pretty well on defense, but how many points they'll score against the Texans defense, that young defense is playing well. Right, that could be an under right there, BK, as he said too. But yep. Texas Tech, I, I like that pick. Yeah, this could be a good test for CJ Stroud, right? I mean, not to say that he hasn't been tested through his first. Oh no, five against this games. defense. Oh yeah, this will be. But yeah, no interceptions through the first five games of CJ Stroud's career. He's been really, really good. He's been really smart with the football as well. And the Texans are two and three, but hell, they they look so much better than they've looked in any of the last three seasons, and that's mainly in part. Because of C.J. Stroud, mainly in part, doesn't make sense. Mainly because of C.J. Stroud. Uh, yeah, this would be a good test going up against the New Orleans defense that pitched a shutout last week against New England. Not that that's that hard to do these days. But, uh, yeah, should be a fun one, man. And uh, there will be a lot of Saints fans in Houston because there are a ton of Saints fans that live in Houston. Should be a good atmosphere at NRG. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice that the Texans, you actually feel like they have a chance in some of these football games because, once again, that hasn't been the case in recent years you say Eckler's coming back for the Chargers too yeah yeah we'll we'll talk plenty of uh Cowboys Chargers on Monday night because of course or on Monday night on Monday morning because of course that is a Monday night game but uh yeah big one for both teams to kind of get their seasons back on I think big one for their coaches that's that's huge for the coaches both coaches need a win badly yes they do and the Cowboys have a bye after this one so yeah that'll be yeah you got to have that win you can't be around there for two weeks uh, you don't want to be three and three going no. into your bye with still a couple of games against the Eagles and some other really, really difficult games on the schedule. Uh, yeah, no, this uh, this would be a, a tough loss for the Cowboys if they can't find a dub in what will basically be a home game. I know it's not in Arlington. It's in Los Angeles, but like Lee said, it's going to be five to one Cowboys fans, oh, yeah. maybe even more than that at uh, SoFi. Let me ask you this, Buck. Do you fear Oklahoma? No, because come on, Texas. You act, like you, act, you act like you mauled the Longhorns last week. You're in a dogfight, and we're losing till they threw that incredible defensive display there in the last minute and 22 seconds. You know, you got deed. You didn't get deed up. They let you walk down the field. Yeah, I just, I don't know a single Texas fan who's fearing Oklahoma right now. No. Like every, all of the narrative from Texas fans after that game was, we want to play them again. Like yes. we hope we get another shot at them because we don't fear Oklahoma. It's not like, oh God, if we have to play them again, we're terrified that we might lose by even more next time. Now, look, anything could happen. I'm not guaranteeing a Texas win in a rematch. I'm not even guaranteeing that Texas gets to Arlington. If you're just assuming that Texas is going to win all of these games, yeah, assume Texas wins at your own risk. Okay. Why are but, you saying that? Wait a minute. This is not the way the beginning of the season went with you. What do you I mean, mean? I said they were going to lose two or three games this year. It's exactly how I was at the beginning. Yes, you did. Of the you year. did say you said two games. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not changing my tune now. Texas should they get to Arlington and get another shot at Oklahoma? Of course, because they're going to be favored in these last six games. But uh, you can't assume. Never. Well, I don't assume this. I don't assume Oklahoma is going to lose another game until that game. No, no. But I just I don't assume or think that texas is fearing oklahoma right now i think we're all like oh give us another shot at you because we're not scared of you and we feel like if we get a rematch things are going to go a little bit differently we got to have some t-shirts made because i 
this wittiness of these these people is just amazing. Every stinking year, I saw none with forty nine to zero. There was not a t shirt made last year by these clowns. No. And did you see uh, Danny Stutzman and one other Oklahoma player? They got tattoos after the win last week, and it's it's a horns down tattoo, but it's like on their upper leg. And the horns are pointed down. So if like you or I were looking at it, if we were looking across the room, seeing Danny Stutzman, then it would look like a horns down. But whenever Danny Stutzman looks down at his leg, it, it's it's horns up because they're faced that way. How silly is that? The Oklahoma's uh, best defense. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's a player literally has the horns up tatted on his leg. That's, that's an interesting bit. That's typical, though. Uh, they're apparently fake tattoos. They're those temporary tattoos. But still hilarious that you're doing that. That's... That doesn't make sense, does that it? Dude, that dude can play. Hmm. Yeah, oh, he's a he's a great player. There's no denying that. And hey, it was a big win for Oklahoma. Big win for Brent Venables. That's that. Uh, you're looking for that. What is it? Defining win. What is uh, the signature win? That's what. Yeah, they that call would be it. his signature win for him. Right? Yes. Like, like Sark got the one against Oklahoma last year. He got the one in Tuscaloosa this year. This is Venables' like first signature win. I think as Oklahoma's head coach, and it was a huge, huge win against the top three Texas team. I'm not taking anything away from that, but I just man, oh, the a, rematch will be fun. It's like uh, it's like they won the Super Bowl, the World Series, and the Stanley Cup all in one. The way that uh, the way that they're treating this thing, man. Dude, they wanted they wanted to play West Virginia so bad in the championship game. They were so disappointed last night. <laughs> I will you know say that? this: they should have a T-shirt made for West Virginia losing last night. Oh, you, you know think, how bad they wanted that group. Oh, I can't wait for uh, Dana Holgerson to be wearing a Houston only fears God, West Virginia fears Houston shirt. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you what, though. Hey, Texas should have already had enough motivation after that game. Like the, the, the sting of a loss, especially to your biggest rival, like that should be enough oh, to yeah. motivate you enough to do what you need to do to get to play them again. But, yeah, all this stuff, it's like, dude, they are clowning you right now. Because they of that game. Are. you better you better make sure you get a shot to uh to play them again. All right. That's that's more fuel to the fire for Texas that already should be pretty lit after uh well the way these last few years have gone, but also the way that last weekend went too. How about the coach sporting that gear? Wow. Hey, supporting your players, I guess. Yeah, supporting their NIL deals, you gotta do that. Yep. 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 Uh, it's hey, enjoy it, Oklahoma enjoy it figure they'd beaten texas enough to not act like that after beating texas but no what do i know that's a part of their gig yep 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 all right some love for some of our great sponsors who do we need to mention who do we need to to mention my good friend dr greg eckert and his all-star group of professionals that do everything from general dentistry to the most advanced work restoring these beauties right here in just two visits that's advanced work putting those beautiful veneers in but if you've got a problem and you're thinking about having a smile in just one day, you can't wait. He can turn a frown upside down in just one day with dental implants. Give him a call today to find out if you're a candidate for those dental implants. 512-345-3166.
and all the general dentistry extractions, teeth cleaning, teeth whitening. Dr. Eckert will do that for you also. And don't be afraid because you don't. Oh, here's what you don't need to be afraid of. You've got dental insurance. Let's get it done. It's October. Let's not do the trick or treat thing. And let's definitely not start thinking about it during Thanksgiving and at Christmas time. Because if you don't use that dental insurance, it's gone. You have to wait till 2024. So start making those appointments right now in October and don't wait until November because he'll have a packed house by that, that time for sure. He's done this for over 27 years, over 1,400 cases. I'm going to give it 1,500 now of restoring teeth. Dr. Eckert is just that good. And I'm telling you, if you're not happy with your smile while you're taking all those selfies, then go to Dr. Greg Eckert because he will, he will make you smile, 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 just like these right here. See those right there? Look at the color of those. That's Denzel teeth right there. I got the Denzel wallet after this week, too. That's what I'll have. That's right. My bank account will be like Denzel's also. But go to Dr. Greg Eckert. He's our dentist. He should be your dentist also. Boy, a lot of talk for someone who just lost 1,000 units last night. He's claiming that you're going to be rich because of your picks after this weekend. Yeah. Come on now, West Virginia. How did yeah. I ever think West Virginia could win something? I don't know. Come Let on, the Huggies, let's go. <laughs> no, it's not Huggy Bear's fault. He's gone, too. He's not coaching anymore. You sure he didn't get his gig back? No, he should have. Well, he did. He got in trouble, then he got the gig back, and then he got a, another DUI, and then he Probably lost in the downtown game. Pittsburgh, not knowing which city's in. Yeah, it was, it was strike three. Yeah, Huggy, if you want to come on Texas Sports Unfiltered and uh, – didn't oh. drop some in. Actually, no, I don't. I don't really want that on on this. No, no, either. he's 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 over over the top. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. Yeah, no huggy bear for this one. Let me ask you this: Do you have to brush those teeth? Yes, you do. Okay. You have to get them polished too. Got to go in there and get them nice and polished up. Because remember, I'm a coffee drinking fool. Now I don't drink. I don't drink enough water. Obviously, yeah. you know, congenial whatever I had there. Uh, so I I get these baby polished. I go to the dentist, as I said, I used to be afraid, not anymore. I go there. I don't have any dental anxiety. People are so great there. You know, I mean, I'm so aware that I trust these people enough. I don't even have to have them use gloves. You don't want to use gloves on the buck. You don't have to, Doc. None of your assistants have. They can put their just their hands in my mouth. It doesn't matter to me. What, I trust it. What about Dr. Jellyfinger? No gloves for oh, that guy? No, always with him. <laughs> He's got to use. He's got to use gloves and jam and everything else. No way. Uh, no way that dude is doing that without gloves or ointment. No chance. I'm dreading that. I'm enjoying the fact that I have not had to do that and won't have to do that for another few years. No, no, years. no. If, if you have a history, the, the best time is the right time. And that's now, if that's a possibility in your family. If you've got family problems, you need to go even oh. in your 20s, in, the, in your early 30s. Get it done. I got all sorts. You, you, of I don't go there just for kicks. Believe me. Oh, and I think you do. You just no, said you I like don't. having dude's fingers in your mouth. So <laughs> no, no, I don't go to Doctor Jelly Fingers just for the fun of it. No, mm. no, no, no. Yeah, hopefully they've got a newer technology at some they point. Don't. Where, yeah. hey, they don't. Hey, they don't. It's the same ho hum. You know. Hey, you know when you put your hands on that cellophane paper and they start to get that running start, be careful. For a, the running start. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, dude, that's God. That's um, I never liked the running start, man. No. No, nobody <laughs> likes the running start. Well, maybe Richard Simmons likes the running start. But. Hey, a word for our friends at Jack Allen's Kitchen. If you're looking for a great place to eat, watch some football, just hang out this weekend. 
Look no further than Jack Allen's Kitchen. They've got five Austin area locations. The food there, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Did you get to Salt Traders? Did you go over get to, with your friend over to Salt Traders yet? No, no. He. Uh, we ended up switching gears on where we went, which means I just have to go to Salt Traders on Monday Absolutely. for the Cowboys game because they got the best Monday happy hour in the freaking wow. world. Uh, but Jack Allen's Kitchen, the best, the chicken fried New York strip, the burgers, the quesadillas, the tacos, the inch. I mean, the list goes on and on. It is comfort food with the Texas twist. They're serving it up seven days a week. Full bar with the Altstadt beer, mind you. Make sure you get some Altstadt beer this weekend at Jack Allen's or anywhere. But, uh, yeah, no, Jack Allen's Kitchen, ridiculously good. Great service. You're going to get a uh, five-star dining experience every single time. Go yes. see him. Jack Allen's Kitchen. And, yeah, while we're talking about Altstadt, get you some Altstadt beer. The Oktoberfest is back, and it is the perfect beer for the best sports month of the year. Weather's cooling down a little bit. Fall is officially upon us, which means the Altstadt Oktoberfest is back. This thing is ridiculous. It's the most authentic German beer that you were going to find all throughout the state of Texas. And, yes, it is available all over the state of Texas, but it's brewed in Fredericksburg. This beer is fantastic. They still have all of the classic Altstadt brews as well that you can pick up wherever you buy your beer. But definitely give the seasonal Oktoberfest a go. This stuff is ridiculously good. My fridge is stocked with it, ready for the weekend. Yours should be too. Drink it responsibly, of course. Of course. Plan a sober ride home. But it is the official beer of BK. It should be the official beer of you as well. It's Altstadt beer. No impurities, no regrets. You know, BK, we're just around the corner from college basketball getting ready to go. And this Texas Longhorns basketball team, I think, is going to be a special group, man. I can't wait to watch them play this year. I, I, really I have, can't. That group I have is- no idea what to expect from Texas basketball this year. I don't. I, I'm still heartbroken from the Elite Eight loss to Miami, dude. Like that still stings, huh? That is that is one of the three most painful sports losses I think in my entire life. Really, and it wasn't even for the championship, right? But I just the way it went down. Like if Texas just lost to Miami, fine, hell of a year. Further they've gone in the tournament since two thousand. Furthest they've gone in the tournament since two thousand and eight. Great, big step in the right direction. But the way that that game happened with just the con job, oh my god, like. I don't love to be talk about refs guy. Hell, I've like a lot of Texas fans blame the refs for Texas OU last week. No, blame ourselves. We didn't play well enough. And Oklahoma made enough plays. That was the yep. difference in the game. Dude, the refs just robbed our school from a chance to play in the final four in Houston. I think that made it more painful because I was living in Houston. Like I would have yes. gone and there would have been Texas fans everywhere and uh, you probably would have lost to UConn because UConn was freaking amazing. But still, like to play in the Final Four, you get to hang a banner for that. That's such a big deal. And the whole thing with Dylan DeSue uh, at the end, uh, that just and DeSue getting hurt. Me. Yeah, I mean the fact that we we should have won that game even without DeSue, like just showed you how good that Texas team really was. And they were the highest seeded team remaining in the tournament going into tip off of that game. Yep. We got robbed, dude. And I, I I clearly haven't gotten over it. I don't need to tell you all that. You can hear it. Oh no, no, I can hear it. <laughs> But I, uh, I just, you know, Rodney Terry, I like him. I don't know if I love him. I loved Chris Beard, the coach. Didn't love Chris Beard, the person. Uh, I just don't know with Rodney Terry. He's done a good job. Obviously, he was a big part of Texas's run last year. Uh, and he's brought in some good transfers and some yes. good recruits. I just, I don't know it. I knew it with Chris Beard, one of the best coaches in the country. Rodney Terry's resume before Texas, pretty pedestrian. Love the guy. Great dude. Hoping to get him on the show. Hopefully he still comes on the show after what I just said. 
but uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm excited. Believe me, this is a really, really talented roster who, uh, you know, last year shouldn't be the anomaly. They, they should be able to do something similar. Again I thought he did year. a fantastic job picking up the pieces of that, that madness last year. Yeah, no, he deserves a ton of credit for that. That's hard to do. I know he had a talented team, but where to keep those kids all together for, for what had happened, there was a lot of disappointment. Not only Texas fans being disappointed about what happened, no matter what you think of the way it went down, for him to pull that group together, that was hard to do. Yep. There's Because there was a lot of disappointment within that team. You know about what happened with Chris Beard. I mean that sure. that was that was that's a tough sell job. You know for you as an assistant, and I know he's recruited a bunch of those kids, but boy, that's a that's a tough sell job when you're coming to play for Chris Beard. It just it was hard. It was yeah. hard to do, and he did. I thought he did. Fan. He and his staff. That whole staff did a great job last year. Yes, he did. Yes, he did, and yes, they did. All right, some baseball. We haven't talked enough baseball today. Uh, game one of the American League Championship Series takes place. On Sunday night, down in Houston, it's the Astros in the ALCS for the seventh consecutive year. Oh, Sunday night. Oh, we We should get the the Carrie Underwood for baseball, shouldn't we? Yes, for sure. That's what what we need. Man, yep. It's uh, And, of course, the Rangers, their first trip to the ALCS since 2011. The Astros, they're going for that D, the dynasty. Oh, D's, not that D, not that D's. What'd you think I was talking about? There? <laughs> who know? Who knows? <laughs> hey, you win that, you win that third championship, you're officially a dynasty. There now, you go. The run the Astros have been on is ridiculously good, and they've won two World Series titles since 2017. It's impressive, and once again, the seven straight ALCS streak is insanely good. But man, if they find a way to win another World Series this year. Then that's uh that's a dynasty down there in Houston, and you got to give them their flower. Okay, you know who knows about dynasties, don't you? If there's anybody that knows about dynasty, it's this little fella right here. This cat knows about what a dynasty is all about. See, he's hey. had a few. He's been around a few of them. Number two, good old number two. You know what? I didn't ask him to come out of the drawer this morning. He just came out by himself, opened up the drawer, and popped because you said the word dynasty. So if you say the word dynasty, he shows up. This guy. Uh, oh, he's gay. He came out by himself. <laughs> he came out. Of, he came out. This wasn't a closet. He came out of the drawer. Uh, Come on hey, now. It's worth bringing up your Yankees because the Astros are trying to become the first team since Derek Jeter's Yankees to repeat as World Series champs. It's hard to do. Yes, uh, it is. He's done it since the Yankees won three in a row from '98 to 2000. So uh, it's going to be tough for the Astros, but man, they're the highest seeded team remaining. In these playoffs, they always have confidence this time of the year. They get to play a Rangers team that they know very, very well. The Astros went 9-4 and four against the Rangers during the regular season. Uh, so they're confident, and this should be a hell of a series, man. Justin Verlander will get the start for the Strohs on Sunday night. That's been officially announced. No surprise there. No announcement for uh, Bruce Bochy on who's going to start for Texas. I assume it'll be Nathan Avoldi who picked up the uh, Game 3 win and has been magnificent for the Rangers in his two playoff starts this year. He'll be on regular rest for Sunday night, so I, I think he'll be the guy who gets the ball. Just no official word yet, but what a pitching matchup that would be and what a start to what uh, should be an epic series between these two Texas teams. Rangers, get them while you can on the first game. Get after them. You know, they don't like to play at home. If they're going to lose one, it could be game number one because from that point on, Man, the Astros will start to bear down, and it'll get difficult from that point. I mean, it doesn't matter after that. No, 
No, and it's yeah. I mean, the Astros. I think have won ten straight game. Uh, that can't be openers right. there. Maybe it was the DS where they had won ten straight game ones because they lost World Series game one last year. So I don't remember what the stat was. I'm, I'm we're going to pretend that that never happened. But uh, yeah, look, the Astros have been so good on the road this year, and it's the two three two format. Yeah. So say if you're the Rangers and you go down o two. And then the Astros get to play on the road for the next three. I'm sorry to tell you that series ain't going back to Houston. So you've got to find a way to win at least one of the yes. first two down That's in Houston true. against JV or Framber Valdez on Sunday or Monday. Uh, otherwise, yeah, because the Astros have had their issues at Minute Maid. They have not had any issues. No, Hell, they were six and one in Arlington this year. They've been awesome any ballpark outside of Houston this year. So, uh, yeah, important for both teams. The stats back it up. The game one winner. Wins these series, I think, around 70% of the time. So uh, getting off to a good start for both of these teams will go a long way into determining who wins this thing. But, yeah, JV, 7-3 and three in his 11 starts for the Astros down the stretch once he got traded back from the Mets. And that's, that's hilarious to me, and it's crazy. Like, if you told any Astros fan in April that Justin Verlander is going to be starting game one of the ALCS. How about that? They'd have been like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? Like, he's he's on the Mets. He just signed a three-year free agency deal with them. He's not what? Well, they made the trade to get JV back. He's been magnificent down the stretch. And uh, here he is starting another huge, huge game for the Houston Astros. I'll just say this. If, if, if for as good as the Rangers have played this year, what if DeGrom would have been healthy for this year going to this time of the season? Oh, dude, that man. guy, that guy is lights out. But – you can you can dream and think, but you know exactly what he is. You know exactly what you the chances that you were taking when you when you got him, and he's yours now. Yeah, he's one of your people. Well, that's the uh, he's not Jewish, I don't think. But uh, that's the thing. Like the Rangers, they might be getting Scherzer back. They might be getting John Gray back. You know, the rosters haven't come out for the ALCS yet, but uh, those two guys would be big time additions to the. Yes, Astros. they would the Astros to the Rangers starting rotation. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if the Grom was there too, my God, this, this Rangers team is, is scary good, but with the Grom, I mean, he's never oh healthy goodness. and he's not going to be back until like next August. And, you know, hopefully the Rangers are in the mix at that point And hopefully the Grom could stay healthy for the end of next season and into next year's playoff run. But yeah, obviously he's, uh, he's not a part of things this year. So yeah. it's going to be fun, man. I like the Astros in this series. Um, I'm just going with the experience. I'm going with the uh, home field advantage, and I just think their pitching is better, and I think that matters in the month of October. So I'll take the Strohs over the Rangers. What say you, Buck? Uh, I like the Strohs also. I, I, I like them in this. I mean, I just like the experience and the fact that they, they know how to win at this time of the season. That This is this is their time right now. That is. They get Short a lot theories. of big hits. Yeah, they get a lot of big hits, make a lot of defensive plays. You know, and the and, and the back end of their pitching is pretty good too. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's better right. than the Rangers. Rangers have escaped, I believe. They haven't. Their starting pitchers, you haven't. They haven't had to go very deep. But it, dude, Dripping Springs's bullpen is better than the Rangers' bullpen right now. I mean, Austin Hyde, Akins, Anderson. It wow. doesn't matter. Bowie, Bowie High. I mean, South Austin, North Austin, West, East, West. It doesn't matter. Their bullpen is better than what the Rangers. Have and yeah, the Astros bullpen has been uh, lights out. We saw that against the Twins. Uh, Hector Neris is having a great year. Brian Abreu hasn't given up a run since like July. Uh, Ryan Presley up and down, but he's always good in the playoffs. 
Uh, yeah, no edge pitching edge goes to the Astros. Can the Rangers bats stay hot? They took care of Tampa Bay. They took care of Baltimore. They haven't lost a game in this postseason. So the Rangers, they can keep their offense rolling. They very much have a chance to uh, to win this series. But uh, the task is a little bit tougher going up against this pitching staff and this team. How do you feel about the National League? The Phillies get back to the series again? Yeah, I think so. Um, I know they're favored against Arizona. And how about that? You've got the a two versus the five in the AL, and you've got the four versus the six in the NL. Uh, insane, the chaos that we've seen in these playoffs. But, yeah, I like the Phillies. I think uh, they get back. They're, they're awesome. That crowd in Philadelphia, too. Oh, it was crazy. Clearly, clearly are feeding off of that. I just think they're better. I mean, the, the pitching is good, but that offense, that talent that they've got is ridiculous. Scary moment with Bryce Harper late in that game, uh, colliding with Matt Olson at first base, and Harper was reaching for that surgically repaired elbow, and it's like, uh-oh. Like, if Harper can't go, then hold on here. Well, Philly yeah, might be in problem. trouble. Yeah. But, yeah, he came back out there. He looks fine. So, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it'd be two years in a row of Astros-Phillies. I think Astros fans would sign up for that, but I yeah, think oh, that's yeah. uh, where we're headed. Phillies hit home runs last night, and everybody's staring guys down last night. Oh, yeah, Nick Even the ones weren't involved the other night. They got involved last night staring them down. Yep. Now, Nick Castellanos was really, really good. Hit a couple wow. for the Phillies. I think he had three in the series. Uh, he was awesome. His, Turner, his home runs are no doubters. I mean, when that yeah. dude swings, it's just like, okay, take the trot. I mean, when he connects, they're all out of there. There's no can of corns. There's no high flies with him. They're out of the – they're damn near out of the ballpark. Yeah, no, nah, he's a beast. They've got uh, a ton of big boppers in that lineup. And, yeah, for the second straight year, they dismantled the Atlanta Braves. The Braves won that division by 14 games over the Phillies. But the Phillies get the last laugh. Of course, they win when it mattered yeah. the most. All right, who do we miss? Oh, great blue hair and furniture. Before oh, we get yeah. out of here, got to give some love to the great people over at Great Blue Hair and Furniture. Great is the theme of what they do. They've got great furniture. If you're looking for the most stylish, the most comfortable, and the most well-built furniture that you can find, look no further than greatblueheronfurniture.com. They've been around since 1991. They focus on heavy leathers, hides, and fabrics ranging from traditional Western to modern farmhouses. This stuff is gorgeous. You don't get the dog that is in that picture, but you do get that couch. All you have to do is click the link. In the video description below, it'll take you to our Texas Sports Unfiltered collection. Or, hey, if you're listening on the app, just go to greatblueheronfurniture.com. Find what they've got. Find what you want. Type in hook them at, the, uh, at checkout and get you 15% off your purchase of the best damn furniture that you can find. It's greatblueheronfurniture.com. And listen, don't be afraid to tell somebody. If you see something out of the ordinary today, don't, don't just shake it off as, oh, that's just something weird. If something's not right in your mind and – as I said, keep your head on a swivel on this day, this whole weekend. I mean, in life, just keep your head on a swivel. But if something's really out of the ordinary, don't keep it to yourself today. Say yeah. something. Talk to a cop. Talk, talk to, talk, let somebody else know that that's, that doesn't seem right, what I'm seeing today. You know what I'm saying? So be, please be careful out there, folks. Amen. 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 And you, right, and you be careful with yourself, too, out there. Of course. Appreciate that, man. All right. That's going to do it for Bucky and BK. We will be back on Monday at eight o'clock, but let's bring the fellas on coming up right now. Well, chaos theory with Rodney and Wags. What's up, fellas? Boys, how we doing? Good. Philly. Yeah. Hey, what you, what you were saying there, uh, BK Castiano, he had more home runs in the Braves in this series. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, that, that Braves <laughs> offense, which was the best in baseball all year long, just they couldn't figure it out against the Phillies. Back-to-back years, boys. You need the yeah. arms, guys. You need the arms, especially in postseason. I think that's the known recipe for success. We all got that down. Oh, yeah. Right. All right, right, fellas. You guys have a great show. We'll you guys, we have a great weekend. Our boys.